Welcome to Negligent Discharge, where the drinks are stiff and so is Dave. Everybody and welcome to another episode of Negative Discharge. I am your host, Dirty Dick Dave, and I am joined, as always, by my female co-star, Ashley the Nympho. What up, bitches? Fucking a buddy that she decided to bring with her tonight by the name of fucking um, Matt Alder. How's it going? I, I do believe he could be a gay porn star. Well, mm. I can only hope. <laughs> and, as always, my homie, who's, half, who's all the way across the other country in California, Jay. <laughs> What's up, crackers? And <laughs> <coughs> non-crackers. We do not discriminate on the people here. Tonight. That was all the ethnic voices. I figured. Listen, crackers it, come in all colors. Tonight I figured it was a good idea to discuss. Yes, I do. <laughs> What'd you say? He discriminates against all crackers. Oh. <laughs> oh. Said, you said crackers come in all colors. I they said, do. yes, I do. Yes, oh, Jesus. I do. Okay. Isn't that like the old saying, I'm not prejudiced, I hate everybody? Mm-hmm. Well, I think that if you're coming in someone, yeah. you probably don't hate them that much. Well. I mean. I'm going to reel that one back. But yeah. usually if you come in somebody, it's because you like them. Oh, well. Yeah. Usually. You don't have to unless like you're them. in prison. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> All right, so to the meat and potatoes of uh, tonight's discussion, I figured it'd be a wonderful time to discuss this nonsense of guns, gun violence, gun control, all the other regular bullshit. This is going to be a very... Um, it, it's not your usual discussion when it comes to this diff, di- different stuff. Uh, last night, I heard the uh, our glorious fucking retarded leader... Joe Biden, Dementia Joe. Oh God! Talking about how more children have done to gun have died to gun violence than soldiers and police officers. And I'm just gonna say this so everybody understands me: if you believe that shit, you are fucking retarded. That is the most bold-faced lie I have ever heard in my entire existence. It is a fucking impossibility. That more children have died to gun violence than soldiers and police officers. Soldiers to this day are still being killed throughout Iraq and Afghanistan and all these other places, even though they sit there and say that the fucking war is over and everything else. It's just a fucking bold-faced fucking lie. Secondly, the idea that guns are the problem in this country could not be further from the truth. The problem is not guns. The problem is fucking people. Yes. That is the biggest issue. People are dumb, reckless, uneducated, fucking retarded, and mental cases. Yes. Absolutely. Agreed. You want to solve problems of gun violence in this country, then you need to meet it on equal terms. For example, 
I'm not going to I'm not going to take the argument that oh guns are not dangerous because fuck you guns are very dangerous. Very. Just like knives are dangerous, power tools are dangerous, highways are dangerous, cars are dangerous. People on drugs are fucking dangerous. Mm-hmm. People under the influence of alcohol operating heavy machinery are fucking dangerous. Our government allows Opioids and epidemics of fucking narcotics in an astronomical proportions to ravage this country. Astronomical. It and is. they think that they got the answer for guns. No, you're fucking retarded. The answer is not getting rid of guns. Guess what? Everyone wants to talk about, oh, how Germany was so bad and Hitler was so terrible and how, you know, communist China is so bad. Okay, guess what they all have in common? Their government took away their people's right to defend themselves. So when push came to shove, the people got pushed into trains, internment camps, and off of ledges into mass graves. And then ovens as well. If you think that your right to bear arms needs to be taken away, go join one of those other fucking countries. Go to China, go to fucking Germany, go to fucking... Australia tried it. They brought guns back. Right. Like, you're fucking retarded. You need a license to operate a car. You should have to qualify, go through education courses, and have to have a license to own a firearm. Yep. Yeah. In order to hunt a deer, you need that. You want restrictions? Okay. Restrict people, not what they can buy. Right. Restrict the actions of people, not what they can purchase. Right. This, this fucking pipe dream of an idea that you should be able to sue gun makers for, for gun violence and everything else, you're fucking retarded. Because if that's the case, you should be able to sue alcoholic uh, alcohol makers for DUIs. You should be able to sue car makers for drunk drivers. You should be able to sue knife makers when you slice your fucking finger cooking steak in the kitchen, you fucking morons. Mm-hmm. Like, how dumb do we have to fucking be? You should There's, be able to sue Chex Mix for diabetes. Right. Sue Chex, sue Chex Mix and candy bar companies for diabetes. Right. You, are, are you understanding, like, the level of stupidity that is taking place? It is the issue of people, of guns, is not the guns in and of themselves. Yes, guns are dangerous. Yes, you need more education. But this idea that these... these so, the, the, there's a, the side of the guns that's pro-gun that, like, oh these guns aren't dangerous or these bullets aren't that deadly. No, fuck you, all right? Bullets are absolutely deadly. They are designed to be that way, to defend yourself, to protect the lives of you and the people around you. Yes, it's the operator. It's not the gun itself. Exactly. I I own a gun. It's like somebody with Parkinson's and... um, some kind of uh, mental disorder driving a car. Yeah, you're old enough. He may be 45. He's old enough to drive a car, but Mm -hmm. hello, you want somebody with uh, Tourette's or Parkinson's and having seizure disorders and half blind? No. That's why Michael J. (laughs) Fox has a chauffeur. That's why you have to have a license. Exactly. That's That's, why you have to have a driver's license. That's why Michael J. Fox has a chauffeur because his Parkinson's does not allow him to drive. Right. And yet Joe Biden has the nuclear button and his option, and he's <laughs> right. right. So to, to, I'm going I'm to diverge from what you guys are saying here a little bit, because the minute your freedom starts getting impinged upon, you don't get it back. 
The Second Amendment was not written to have it taken away. All weapons laws are absolutely unconstitutional. There's no argument there. There's no gray tape or gray area. There's no red tape in the Second Amendment. Those are your God-given rights to defend yourself, your freedom, your family, to hunt, to kill, to fight. Yeah, weapons are definitely dangerous because they're fucking tools. That's all it is. My guns have never killed anyone. I had a friend that argued the shit with me about, about me about... And guys, this isn't about my stance on abortion, but this is just a point that I was trying to make. She was trying to say, hey, why don't you make abortion uh, or eat gun, guns harder to get than abortions? And I'm like, uh, they are. So what you want to do is have a seven-day waiting period at least, a federal background check. It's not as easy to go buy a gun as people want to fucking pretend it is. So it's not about the gun. As Dave said, it's about fucking education, raising your kids not to be total pieces of fucking shit. Uh, fucking, like, you used to have gun classes in schools. Yeah. Bring yeah. that shit back. Yeah. Bring it back. Regularize, normalize everyone having a weapon. An armed society is a polite society. There are fucking guys around my town who are tweaking on crack, carrying around mm. clubs, and swords and shit, and they're legal to do that, but I'm not allowed to just carry my firearm on me to defend myself and my family whenever I want, unless I go through a permitting process. It's fucking bullshit. That school shooting that just happened, and every other one, there's a reason school shootings happen, because they're gun-free fucking zones. There are schools that don't have that problem, and they've stopped shooters from getting in there. So we're going to... We're going to get into the idea of that school shooting because there's a lot of stuff that doesn't make any fucking sense and it really bothers me. Like, for, like the first glaring question that I have is when I go to pick up my children from their own school, I have to go through a camera system, be verified who I am to get into the school, and then, be, and then show identification to pick up my daughter to make sure that my right. name and everything matches who I'm on the list to go see. For yep. your daughter's and, safety. And, and in, in that aspect, I'm not only going, like, I don't just get into the school, right? So they have to unlock the doors from the inside. I walk through. It's like a sally port type it's deal. A sally port, the yeah. doors are locked to the school. I yep. can't get into the school. Unless somebody buzzes you in. So I'm in this this uh, in between Sally Port type area, mm-hmm. inside there's a, a security area, glass. and there's a lady behind bulletproof glass, mm-hmm. and she and I have to slide her my ID, and yeah. she verifies everything. So my question, my first fucking glaring question, is in this fucking shitty state of Pennsylvania, how is it I can't get in to see my kid without a whole bunch of security protocols, yet some fucking kid who, mind you, posted all over social media, who made active mm-hmm. threats that the police were more than well aware of, yeah. was right. able to get into a side door that a teacher had left unlocked mm-hmm. in this school. How did, he try, how did this guy know that that door was unlocked? Going to be unlocked. How? Right. Of all the doors. Right. Of all the doors, he, he knew, knew that, that one on was going to be open. That specific day at that specific time that that door was open? Right. Yeah. So there, there's, there's issue now. number one. Right. Right. Second well, I'll, I'll issue. I can address that one, though. I can address that part. So he had wrecked his car. What they're not talking about, there's a timeline we haven't fully established here, but what we do know is he was doing something stupid, trying to hit someone with his car and wrecked his car and saw the door open and took the opportunity. Predators are opportunistic per people. Uh, there, there are things that are set up for sure. I, I totally agree. Um, it's just really strange that every time uh, a midterm election comes up and certain people want to be in office, there's a mass shooting or two or three out of nowhere. Now, I'm going to digress 
back to your back to my original statement. Okay, you said that he there is an opportunity. The door he saw the door open. Again, question being, why was that door open? The teacher propped the door open because it was a hot day in Texas and they yeah. needed airflow. What the, what the, that's what the story is now. Again, guys, this is right. we still haven't established an entire timeline. There's still stuff we don't know yet. Right. We have to address these things specifically and objectively. There, there was like the shooting at the theater and stuff or the shooting in Portland in the mall back in the day. I mean, I knew a school shooter. The timeline is not established. The kid had shot his fucking, he's not a kid, he's a man, he's 18, and he's still a kid, he's fucking retarded. But he shot his fucking grandmother that morning and then took off. Right. And that's how he ended up at school. You don't shoot your grandmother and then just go, okay, and then I'm randomly show the school that you're not right. associated with. Right. Now, right. the school shooter I knew killed both his fucking parents in his house. He waited and he meditated and he killed both of his fucking parents. And then he went to the school that he was in as a student. That's a premeditation. There's a big difference a between a kid <laughs> part of this school. You know, this kid, this, this guy is 18. He's not part of his elementary school. That's, that's a different kind of premeditation. There was a shooter that went up and shot up a supermarket not too long back, had this huge fucking psychological breakdown on YouTube, and people could see it. He had followers and fans. He would write fan, fiction about how he was going to do this, this shooting thing, and then he did this huge, long diatribe on a video, right? and he posted it right before he went and shot up the supermarket he worked at. So there's more to it. You guys, we got to break everything down systematically here and figure out exactly what's going on in each individual in, 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 each individual case. See, so again, it, it's not an individual case basis. It is, again, education and stupid fucking people. Here's right. the thing. I could not tell you how many people have gone to jail for uh, uh, being guilty of felonies, being caught with illegal firearms, and, going, and, and, and coming right back out doing the same thing. Yeah. Right. Well, gun laws don't work, so. But see, right there you have it. The, the, the answer is is not because the gun laws don't exist. It's not because, you know, they're able to just purchase from any fucking store these firearms. No, people don't understand. If you're a shitty person, if you're going to break the law, you're going there is the no piece of legislature on the planet that is, that gonna is stop you. going to stop and prevent anything. Well, so even, go ahead. Well, I mean, look at Columbine. That whole situation with Columbine, where they're still investigating it years later. They had evidence for days about these kids that were gathering together these weapons. They had maps of the school. They had their targets laid out. All of this was just ignored. Right. Why is, again, ignored? And see, here's the the other aspect of stuff, right? So people want to sit there and be like, oh, well, we got to take weapons of war off the streets, and we got to do this, and we got to do that. First off, there are numerous gun laws in this country that prevent me from getting any type of firearm that I want. Yeah. Correct. Now, if you think back to Columbine in, uh, I believe it was 1986, those two, chill, those two teenagers no, committed... No, no, I said 96. I said 96. You said 86, but that's all right. You said 86. Just, just a quick sidebar. In 96. Before, just a quick sidebar in Columbine before... You know what the most effective thing that happened after Columbine was? They stopped sales of trench coats with extra pockets. How messed yeah, up is hold, that? Hold they, they, they honestly, if you look back at that, yeah, that was the one thing that it was, affected. It was, it was trench coats, not not wow. guns. It was trench coats were actually taken off the market 
you couldn't buy a trench coat with extra pockets. That was the biggest resolve of yeah. that entire situation. Oh, I didn't know that. Now, That's here's the other thing that people ridiculous. don't pay attention to. The entire Columbine situation was carried out with handguns and shotguns. Mm-hmm. Right. It was, there was no ARs. There was no rifles. There was none of, none of these so-called fucking weapons of war and bullshit that they want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Now, they want to sit there and talk about weapons of war. I got news for you. They all are. Every single firearm can be used as a weapon of war. Correct. Absolutely. Among uh, many other things. Police issue Glocks are now being adapted by the United States military. Does that not effectively make Glocks a weapon of war? Yes. It is also one of the most popular Mm -hmm. handgun for personal purchase in the country. Right. Exactly. Then you have the issue of everyone wants to say assault rifle, assault rifle, assault rifle. I got news for you. The term assault rifle is fucking made up. I was was waiting for that. I actually, I'm listening to it and I'm like, oh my God. Sorry, Dave, didn't mean to. Sorry. The the last assault rifle ever in existence, right, was the Sturmgewehr 44 in World War II. That was the last legally legitimate classified assault rifle. Fully automatic. Doesn't exist anymore. You can't purchase it, can't buy it. Doesn't exist. Okay. All rifles for personal consumption within the United States are semi-automatic. Right. Which means the one bullet leaves the barrel every single time the trigger's pulled. What what did I miss here? The fact that the last assault rifle in existence was uh, the Sturmgewehr 44 in in, in World War II. That's absolutely false. No, yeah, that's what, the, that what? is the own. That is the last legitimate classified assault rifle. What about? Yes. Well, let what me. What, what about? What was the Thompson classified as? Submachine gun. A sub. Oh, it was a submachine. Yes. All right. That's why I, I, I think of the Thompson during World War II because that was during Normandy. Machine gun, aka assault rifle, or eg assault rifle, or also known as whatever. The Sturmgewehr was one of the first machine. There's machine guns from the fucking 1800s. We are not talking about machine guns. We are talking well, about assault, assault rifles. The Sturmgewehr 44 was the last legitimate assault rifle. It was the one that was called that for marketing purposes. It wasn't actually an assault rifle. You get battle rifles, you get 308s. A 308 in, in a higher caliber for a, a small arm is a fucking battle rifle. Why aren't we worried about those? We're worried about the AR-15s. People are worried about the word assault rifle because of AR-15, which stands for Armalite. Model 15. It doesn't mean assault rifle. Right, and this is the problem, is that people don't understand that, again, it's education. There is no such thing on the civilian market as an assault rifle. I don't care who you are. Civilian market, no such thing as assault rifle. Does not exist. You can get a machine gun, though. No, you can't. <clears throat> yes, you can. you can own a machine gun in America right now. You can go buy an RPK <laughs> right now in America if you go through all the bells and whistles and hoops and jumps to go get your licensing and your it's FFL. It's a pain in the ass, but it's possible. A machine gun. Jay, we are talking about the everyday average individual. Right. Not some fucking whole, right. asshole that got about three grand to spend yeah. on a fucking federal tax stamp and a fucking FFL to have a registered fucking machine gun that serves no purpose whatsoever. Right, the average everyday oh. Joe. 
Yeah. There's still a purpose for it. I mean, it's fun. So let me give you some information. I'm a veteran. I'm in, I was in the military for 12 years. I've been to two deployments. And let me tell you something. Never once, and by the way, I legitimately carried a squad automatic weapon, an absolute machine gun, on my first deployment. That was my personal weapon, was a fully automatic machine gun. Mm-hmm. Every single time, every situation... I never fired that bitch, like, steady. Mm-hmm. It was controlled. It right. was yeah. burst. Control when burst. you, when you are given the M four M M sixteen A two whatever the case is, you, it, the military you are never trained to fire that above semi automatic. Right. Was and it? even in the military, the, the 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 rifles that the military issues has two fire modes. Only two, semi and burst. You do not use anything fully automatic. Okay. Do you do for the M249? I just and said squad automatic weapon. That was the yeah, 249. That was mine. What, it was a Browning M249, wasn't it? No, Browning is an M250 cal. I keep, I keep oh. thinking if I, back to like the prohibition era when all the gangsters had the freaking uh, what were they the Tommy guns? But they uh, they all said about how nobody could handle them properly because of how bad they were accuracy wise. They were right. just so terrible. It was like you might as well have had a shotgun at that point. Rounds. What's that? They were also shooting forty five caliber rounds. The Thompsons were. It was bullshit. Right. They, they're not an accurate round. Is that why in the movies you see like all these like? Did you ever see Boardwalk? And, like, em- did you ever see gets Board- hit. Did you ever see Boardwalk Empire? No. Boardwalk Empire, Al Capone actually fires it in a few different scenes, and it shows like how wildly inaccurate it is. He's like trying to hit like a group. That's of That's what five I mean. And they're right there in front and of. And they're literally so right there. Nobody in front dies. Of yeah. yeah. So okay. look, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. Any anyone who's an avid shooter mm-hmm. does not need to fire rounds fast in massive quantities. Right. Anyone who is actually looking to like if I if I wanted to indiscriminately kill a lot of people, mm-hmm. guess what? Uh, uh, Vietnam era M sixteen A A twos and A ones, mm-hmm. their magazine capacity was ten and fifteen, and they had the capacity to shoot automatic, full automatic. It was semi and full. That was it. Even the United States military doesn't just dump rounds, right? Yeah. It is target acquisition. Mm-hmm. It is slow, controlled. That's why they say one shot, one kill. One shot, one kill. You can do this. You could do more damage. Like, someone who really wanted to take people out would do more damage if they weren't just trying to create a scene. Right. And see, a lot of the problem in this country when it comes to these fucking shooters is that the news and the media glorify them on such a level yeah, that it puts the idea into other yeah. people's heads. Right. Yes. It gives them that idea of, like... Because they're there's, mentally there's, ill. There's fame right. and infamy. That. It's the same. Right. Right. I mean, Being at, famous and infamous is the same. Yes. I mean, look at the Vegas shooter. The Vegas shooter had, what, just one... Like, that was a crock of shit... 
No, I mean, he had a ton of guns, and he wasn't he, alone. Oh, he that wasn't. Was a, well, oh, all right. No. See, I, I, I thought ahead. I remember like it was he. There's something about he acted alone, but he only had like one. Vegas shooter was a, the Vegas shooter was. That's a whole other subject altogether because that was a fucking cover up and a fucking hack job. Yeah. There was a Saudi prince that was in in Vegas at the time. It's, it's, there's a whole I could do a whole episode just on that fucking nonsense. Oh, okay, to, but he did a whole fucking he had a firing platform, which if you're familiar with, if you do shooting a lot, it's something you build on scene if you're trying to take out a target from a long proximity and shoot down at them or across to them from right. building to building or something like that. He had he had a, a platform built in a hotel room and had tons of firearms there. He was yeah, not alone. first off. Well, I guess the whole point I was trying to make was first that, like, off to get that much to get that much equipment right in the hotel, mm-hmm. like you had help right. There were the, 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 there was a lot right. of 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 law enforcement type of help involved in that right. Right. Well, I guess the whole point I was trying to make was that like you're saying about like ARs and everything else and all these like you know like all these supposed much more dangerous firearms, but like you said, in the case of someone who's well equipped with that one gun could do much more damage if he is trained to do so properly and he knows how to do it and he knows how to do the one shot one kill method like you were mentioning before. Okay, so let's let you, you want to talk about the Vegas shooter? Let's talk about this firsthand, right? Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna sit here, we're gonna we're gonna hypothesize right. on the idea that a lone dude, supposedly a nut job, if you believe the media and all the fucking bullshit shoved in your face. Right. Was able to what was able to one get Two or three carts worth of ammunition and firearms, right? Through a Vegas hotel, right? Up into a suite, I believe, what was like on the thirty fourth floor, or yeah, some shit, something like that. Yeah, above a concert, above a concert, right? Right. And he had a fully automatic weapon. Okay. Okay. So, problem number one is moving that much hardware through a fucking Vegas hotel. Because we all know that the Vegas hotels are what? Casinos. They're casinos, yeah. They got and the security up. is fucking retarded. It's insane, yes. Insane. And there are cameras everywhere. Absolutely. Which means if he was able to get all that equipment through a Vegas hotel, right? he was helped by the Vegas security. Right. Which means it was planned. Mm-hmm. Secondly, have you ever been to Vegas? Absolutely, yeah. Okay, so Vegas is what? Very flat. Yes. Show there off. is there is no there isn't a whole lot of windbreak <laughs> in of Vegas. Course. Right, yeah. There's except there's... for the buildings themselves. Right. Now, you're thirty stories up. Windows in those buildings are double pane soundproof ballistic glass. Right. So that so means you, you need so that means you need an explosive to take out said glass. Because in case you don't know what ballistic means, it, it's, it means bulletproof. Right. Right. Well, you can do it with a piston hammer, but it's, it's not likely that he had a fucking $20,000 <laughs> piston hammer with him. Now, that guy was barricaded in this room, 34 stories above a concert crowd, fully automatic weapon, all kinds of hardware, and he lets loose all these rounds and hits how many people? I I don't even remember what was it like anywhere between like I think the number was a, a total of fourteen. Yeah, it was like a, it was at least ten. I remember that. It's it's I believe the number was like fourteen injured, maybe four dead. Now this guy's dumping tons of rounds mm-hmm. down yeah. on easy targets, 
It's a sh- it's a crapshoot. Right, right. It is an easy <laughs> right, hit. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. And fourteen people total, I believe, is is is, is was all it was. Mm-hmm. Right. First, uh, so not even close. Oh, go ahead. What was it? Go ahead. Give us the facts. I don't want to lie. Oh, wrong one. Wrong one. Wrong one. Hold on. Let me go back. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't want to put lies out there. No. I might have pulled the wrong one up. So we have. Way to go, Jay. It's probably like what, like five. Five may be uh, injured. Fifty-eight people were murdered, and hundreds of others were injured. Oh, what? That sounds like a bullshit article. Uh, really? No, that that's the number. They were at a huge concert for the country star. Okay, fifty-eight people. Fifty-eight people dead. Okay. Wow. But how many people attended the concert? That's what I want to know. And hundreds and a hundred or hundreds. hundreds. I want exact numbers. Hundreds injured, fifty-eight dead. I want I want an exact number of the Vegas shooter. Jay, how many people were at the concert? Google that shit. What was the concert even? I forget what the concert even was. On the night of October 1st, 2017, gunman from Mandalay Bay Resort, the Route 191 Harvest Fest Music Festival, 58 people were killed. Hundreds of others were injured in what became the deadliest shooting in modern history. Um, really? Then died later and became the 59th injury. Uh, it's not saying exactly how many people were okay, there. Okay, so you got 59 people dead with a guy shooting an automatic weapon with tons of ammo. Hang on one second. Right. What was the name of the show, Jay? Automatic. They're saying it wasn't an automatic weapon. They're saying it was a bump stock weapon. That's the whole thing about why we removed bump stocks from the fight. It was weapon. not a bump stock weapon. No, absolutely not. I listened to the video. That was not a bump stock weapon. I can fire faster by just bull triggering without a bump stock than a bump stock shoots. Yeah, it was it was not a bump stock weapon. And if your trigger reset's good, your trigger regrouping is good, you can bump back in and pop one in faster than a bump stock does it. That was a fully automatic weapon. There was two of them at least that I heard. There were two different fire signatures. Yeah, there was that videos. But the point I'm trying to make is that it was it was a distraction from what was really taking place. Right. Now I can't tell you what was really taking place because I don't really know. Nobody does. Right. Because something like that takes a front row seat. 22,000 attended this. Yeah. Yeah. 22,000 people. Yeah. Yeah, they're all lumped together and yes. only 58 get killed. And this was the type of concert that everybody literally was like, it was like right. pit. Yeah. Right. So if so, so you got automatic weapons and you're shooting down in a crowd and you only of hit twenty two thousand. You shooting twenty two thousand people tightly right. packed together and you only kill fifty eight. <laughs> yeah. Right. You're not trying to kill people. No. You are. You are creating you're a distraction. A right. Yes. Yeah. No, that makes more sense. Your your mission is not to kill people. Your mission is to Cause be a scene. B- create oh, headlines. I played Call of Duty too much, and he just wanted to spray and pray. You, you, you're creating a situation that distracts from whatever is really taking place. Correct. Right. Which goes to my theory of the issue that we need to deal with. There's two of them. The first one being um, the fact that this person is mentally ill. The so, normal everyday people like myself don't even think of this, let alone act on it. So again, so you have mental illness in this country, and it is. I'm in the healthcare field, and I see it on a daily basis. But wait a second, mental health is suffering. Hang on a second. You cannot say this guy was mentally ill. Why? Because if you're going to go on the aspect of if he's just creating a scene that this was a planned thing that's still mental it's illness no it's not mental illness it, it is mental it illness. is not are you familiar with the manchurian candidate idea the what 
Manchurian candidate. No. Good idea. Okay, so it's it, it, this is more like the kind of CIA shit they used to do back in the day. We know it exists. You can go to CIA.gov and check it out. There are uh, records of plants, of people that were brainwashed a certain way to have a trigger that would make them do something. There's been movies made and books written about it. Tons of stuff. So there is the idea that certain people have been brought up or prodded in a certain way to act in a certain fashion to sway things a certain direction. So... Speak, like not to sound like a fucking tin hat wearer, because I'm really not that big into conspiracies. I just know we actually did this with people, and you can find it on CIA.gov. Now I'm, so, I, yeah, I want actually, you to understand this, Ashley. Rainbow Six by Tom Clancy too. I, I remember they talked about that. I want you to understand this, Ashley. I'm not saying mental illness is not the problem. I'm saying that you have to look at each situation individually. And so number, if you're if you're point. creating if you're creating a diversion or a or or, or some kind of event where you don't exactly know what else is going on behind the scenes. It's not an issue of mental illness. It is. Now, no, 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 no. Dave, the, listen. The, the, the kid, right, in fucking Texas with this school thing, absolutely a fucking nut job. Okay. Okay? So, yes, is mental illness a thing? Is it an issue? Yes, it is. But not every single shooting can be classified but, as a mental illness person. But listen to me. If you are wanting to get famous... To the point that you're willing to kill even one person in a crowd, you're mentally ill. But here's I the thing: that. That you don't. I'm going to meet you guys in the middle here. What I was trying Did to you get say at you when don't I agree with that. I'm going to I'm going to agree with the, the two of you in the middle here. Okay? okay. So when I mentioned the Manchurian Candidate thing, usually that's someone that is not mentally astute. They find to do something stupid and terrible. So you're both right. I mean, there's definitely mental illness involved, but there's also something else pulling some strings. There's too much that goes on. If you look at Occam's <laughs> Razor, you know, everything in life being super equal, the simplest explanation is usually the accurate one. And just saying, oh, it's a crazy person versus, oh, we have a corrupt group of people that are willing to do whatever they can to stay in power. You have two different stories going on. But that's still on. mentally ill, Jay. A, a normally, a normal like, mental healthy person does not even have the capability of even thinking of this, okay, oh, as even an idea. So that, I'm saying. I, mean, I get where I'm you're agreeing. coming from, but still, it's it, it comes back to being mentally ill. But it, I, like, I agree. And, and, and the ones that do it, there, there were a couple school shootings where they did it because they were bullied and, and could not take it anymore. You know, that like, right there, that's, that's mentally mental. ill. But yes. so is the, the other kids one, in Columbine in were mentally way. ill. Yes, the kids in Columbine mentally ill. The kid that shot up the place in, te in, in, in Texas that did this past week, mentally ill. Yes. But again, there are other factors that could have been looked at and prevented this whole thing. For I know example, what you're saying, but for example, this kid, right, posts all over social media everything he's going to do and what he's doing and everything else and nobody tracks him. Nobody figures it out. No. And then the cops know about it and they wait 77 minutes yes. to do anything. Right. Right. And all the uh, and all the cops can sit there and go is, "Oh, well, maybe that was an error on our part." Maybe. Oh, you fucking Oopsie. think the parents of the kids were trying to get into the school to no one get their kids. Two do something about the shooter, and here the cops are tackling and arresting the parents yes. for trying to protect their kids. Right, right. While an off-duty fucking border patrol agent is getting a haircut and gets a call from his wife, who's teaching at the school, borrows the barber's fucking shotgun and goes and regulates and kills that fucking asshole. Hmm. 
Yeah. All the meantime, the guys on duty that were supposed to be protecting it are looking for a barricaded suspect and not an active shooter. There was a lot to go on here we don't know about yet. Right. I, I, I think it's a combination of things. But the dude was already having issues in general. The guy that I knew that was a school shooter, he was an asshole. I knew him as a kid. He would sit at my house once in a while, and he was always weird. So, yeah, mental health is part of it. And his parents decided to take him off his meds. And then he went and shot up stuff. And people stopped him before he killed too many people, which one is too fucking many, and yet he still killed his parents. And I don't know if he killed anyone at the school. I, I was living in California, not Oregon at the time. So it was a good place. So... so there's yes. so many things that go into this, but you don't get to blame the people that aren't the problem for somebody else's mistakes. Right, like, exactly. I, I feel yeah. great. I, I'm, a, I'm a dad. I got kids. I feel greatly for these parents who lost their children. So do I. I feel, Absolutely. Right. I'm not heartless. lost his wife as a teacher, and then he died of a heart attack from, like, basically being so sad he died of a heart attack a few days later. Yeah. Like, I feel that yeah but guess what your tragedy does not get to yes. take away my right and ability to protect my family and my children exactly situation arm everybody and call it a fucking day right See, that's it right. And, and and that's and, and that's the thing like if, if if you're an armed individual it's like as simple as th- th- there are people why do we have the situation we have why do we why is there so much crime in chicago why is there so much gun violence in chicago None of the people that are committing the crime actually have licenses or registered firearms to do what they're doing. (laughs) But they know that the gun laws in Chicago are so fucking strict that fucking everyday Joey Bag of Donuts can't protect his family. Guess what? I know if I go to Chicago and I can carry a firearm and I know I want to commit some evil shit, 95% of the population does not have a way to defend themselves. I'm going to rule. Yes. I'm right. going to get away with everything that right. I want. Right. They can, and they, they have, they're, they're now, basically they can't defend themselves at all, so they're at your mercy. But right. if, you, if you fucking arm the population, if an individual who is a criminal knows that the individual he's trying to come up against may be armed, the chances of him doing something are significantly less. Not that it won't happen, but it's less likely. Right. Right. If you know that you're going to be met with equal force, right. you tend you to not do it. You hesitate. Right. Yeah. Right. You at least hesitate. Yeah. There, there's, a, there's like a correlation, I, I, I believe, like what you were talking about before about the Manchurian candidate and like people essentially almost in a way getting brainwashed. That's like the same thing as saying mental, mental incompetency is the same thing as having the, the, like, you know, a mental issue. Because if you take somebody who's got a mental incompetency that's easily swayed into doing something, right? True. It's the same thing as saying that that person may not have a mental issue, so to speak. They're just easily influenced, right? And that's what that was. I, I believe that's what you were. If you can tell me if I'm wrong, if that's where you're trying to meet in the middle between the two of them, that's yes, what I took that as. Okay, that makes you know? more sense. Because that's yeah. that's like there's so many people that are easily influenced, you know. For instance, like, um, I don't know if you guys watch many of the gun tubers I do because I'm a big gun nut, even living in California. Uh, Brandon Herrera, the AK guy, he's a YouTube channel and he builds AKs out of Texas. He went and there was a big protest in Houston um, for anti gun because the NRA was doing their big thing. And again, so the NRA <laughs> will never get another dollar of my money because of all the bullshit they didn't do right. But. 
you know, he went out and he was polite and he just asked people their opinion on guns and the ignorance and the stupidity that he found was yeah. incredibly impressive. It was sad, but also <coughs> hilarious. And it frust frustrated me because I've grown up with guns. Mm -hmm. Like my, my dad was uh, an airborne ranger. His dad worked for, uh, in the CIA, was in the army. My mom's dad was in the army. My dad's dad being crazy. My mom's dad being crazy. I never got to meet him, but I grew up around guns like my whole life. They yeah. weren't uh, a weapon. They were a tool to get something accomplished. Correct. It's a weapon right. when you use it as a fucking weapon. Right. If you want to kill somebody right now, I live in fucking California. You <laughs> want to kill a ton of people at one time? You don't need a gun. You can go get like five ounces of fentanyl yeah. from your little drug dealer and five ounces that's a lot entire town guys so you know Boom. here and, and, and this is another thing i wanted to, i wanted to discuss is like why is it every time that there's a mass shooting right it's in some fucking white suburban rural area it, it's never like when when have you ever heard about a mass shooting in a chicago school never how about how about new york never yeah. No, it's always in some fucking uh, white influential area. It's always in a rich ass white influential area because why? Because it's all part fear. of fucking pushing an agenda, right. pushing the fear mongering. Yeah. Like there's never any gun violence where there's actually a gun problem. Correct. Right. Does nobody no. understand that aspect? No, people don't no. think that deeply. Like like we, we, we have such a major gun issue in this country, yet it only takes place in these fucking rich white neighborhoods yeah. where they pay attention to shit. Yep. Right. Like there's there's never a school shooting in fucking New York, never a school shooting in Chicago, never a school shooting Philly. in a, in, a, in a in Philadelphia, Philly, in, a, in a heavily in a heavily <laughs> heavily urban where area. Where you would expect it. Where there would be where there would be a lot of illegal yes, firearms. Correct. Plus you're talking inner city. Okay, so in inner city, it's mostly like one-on-one, -on -one, usually gang or drug violence. Okay, right. mm -hmm. so it's not school shootings, it, it, like it's not mass amounts of children. But you don't but hear you would shit. Expect it because of this other crazy shit goes on there. You would expect that to happen there. Like, guess what? No. It is. We'll, do is we'll ignore the black kids that get accidentally murdered in drive-bys because they were targeting one person. We'll just ignore the families of people eating dinner in a Chicago suburb that that just the girl's playing hopscotch out before her mom called her in for dinner, and these assholes drove by trying to shoot their neighbor and fucking killed the nine-year-old or the five-year-old. We won't talk about that. Or we won't talk about the fucking asshole who walked up on a white kid and blew his brains out in his front yard because his bike tire touched his yard. Yeah. Or the the guy that tossed a kid down a second story part of the mall because he was white. We won't talk about that shit right. because you never let a good tragedy go to waste. This is all shit you do when you want propaganda. This is what Hitler yes. did. This is what Saddam Hussein did. This is what fucking it's every well thought out. Yeah. COVID, COVID, that. COVID actually yep. essentially ruined everything for everybody. Everybody went into panic mode because everybody was glued to the right. TV, and every day they're watching CNN and hoping that they're not going to die from this terrible mm -hmm. disease going around with everybody in the population. But real in reality, if you look at the areas you lived in, I mean, I'm not saying that it's it's not something that actually is going around. I'm just saying that the numbers were inflated, and mm -hmm. they were used in a in a method to almost put everybody in panic mode, which it did, yep. and made everybody. Almost to the point where, like, okay, yeah, you could take away our rights. You, you could tell us to do this. You could tell us to do that. Just, I just don't Keep want to die safe. from COVID. Keep right. me safe. It's the same concept of when you see every single one of these shootings, it's being blasted in your face, similar to propaganda style, 
and it's just to put you in panic mode and to get you to say, oh, yeah, we need to get rid of guns. We need to do something. We need to do right. something now because it's going to keep going. There has to be going. a solution immediately. The, exactly. the solution. And the exactly. easiest one is target the weapon. The, the solution yes. is not the weapon. The solution is right. not the gun. The solution no. is not take away the dangerous things. No. The solution is education, education registration. The solution is education, <laughs> registration, <laughs> licensing. Right. So Jay talked about growing up with guns. What's that? I, Hang on a second, Jay. What were you saying? Me? I say I disagree completely with registration. Background checks, yes. Registration, absolutely not. Why, why not? Why, why not? Why not registration? Because you don't live in fucking California. If you register your guns here and you get a speeding ticket, the sheriff's department can come and take your guns just to take them to make sure that you're sitting to trial because they're registered. I, registration. I, Absolutely wrong. I know Ronaldus Magnus, as much as I love Ronald Reagan, is the reason for this after the fucking act when his Secret Service guy died. It's unconstitutional. Background checks I'm fine with. Totally fine. At the same time, I'm not fine. If you're in California, if you go to your doctor's office and they say, oh, I don't feel like uh, physically he's capable of having a firearm. If I go in for a knee check, because I'm getting my knee checked because I blew that out, my doctor is going to ask me, uh, do you own a firearm? They do. Every fucking time. They do. It's, it's none of their fucking business. Even in family practice. That was it's one of our questions. And exactly. And it, the questions right. were, do you own guns? If so, are they locked up? That was the second question that and, popped and, up. And see, here's the thing, right? When you, when, you, when you want to talk about gun registration, right? I own a firearm. My, light, my gun is registered. Mm-hmm. It's registered to me. Mm-hmm. I'm the owner of it. This is as far as I agree with registration. This is as far as I agree with registration, Right. My background check was passed. I'm not a felon. I have not committed any crimes. I have not committed crimes with a firearm. So, my gun is registered to me, which means that there is a file with the striations of the bullets that come from my gun Right. that if a bullet is recovered from a crime scene, mm-hmm. it'll automatically ding to me. Right. Right. Especially if it was stolen Do from people you, like, even know that that's a thing, that each gun is kind of fingerprinted? Yeah. Like, like that is as far as I, I, as I will, as I agree with the registration, not the whole, oh, the government needs to be sticking their nose into everything, right. but you still, there, there still needs to be checks and balances. Just like a car. Not just this idea where a doctor can say that you're actually fucking, he can't, he doesn't agree with you having a firearm. Cause if th- that's bullshit, because now you could say that about anybody and now everybody can just get their guns taken away. No. Dude, listen, that's why I don't I like firearm registration. I have a, I have two friends that I know that are fucking sitting in jail. Well, sat in jail. One of them is still there. One got out a couple of years back because someone stole his fucking firearm when he's on vacation and fucking robbed a store. And see, that's the thing. No matter what, no matter how safe we are, no matter what restrictions we put into play, even if we go to the point of getting rid of guns, period, okay, even if we get rid of the sale of guns, period, you are still going to have this issue. In a society? Because, like you just said, somebody stole your weapon. So there's 3D printers can print guns. It's never going to, taking that away is not going to help anything. People will always find a way to make a weapon. If there's a will, there's a way, period. There's always going to be a way. You can go to Dollar General and create a bomb, for God's sake. I mean, come on, people. It's not the guns. It's the will. Or when you were growing up, depending on how old you were, you could have went to the local library and picked up the anarchist cookbook. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. She had a copy of that for a long time. Yeah. And then, oh, really? Did you know you can't get that at the library now? Can't find it anywhere. And they actually took, and they took that off the dark web too. So I mean, they did. You, yeah, they took it off the dark web the last time I heard. You can still find it. I, I it, but I mean, <laughs> not not without having to get a few red flags on your IP address. You know wow. what I mean? Well, no, because you use a like Tor browser, your IP address bounces back and forth to other people, which is right. also more dangerous. But it, but it's still the fact that like it used to be readily available, depending on how like you know I'm I'm going on. A almost 40 and like that's what and everybody knew about the anarchist cookbook it was like oh hey do you want to learn how to build a pipe bomb it's like are you serious you know oh, but yeah, like 39 i knew that shit so yeah I, so but so let me let me either. let me actually ask you both uh, a question because i saw this as one of the uh so-called countermeasures of the current administration do you two believe that there's would it, if it would be effective whatsoever if they required every gun owner or any potential gun owner to undergo a psycho psychiatric evaluation to literally be approved by a psychiatric evaluation in order for you to actually possess a firearm. That's actually one of the countermeasures they're trying to do right now. Wait, wait, say right. that again. They're, they're, you... they, they, want a, they want you to take a psyche eval. Literally, so just just a straight psyche eval. Do you need to take a psyche to have your freedom of speech or your freedom of religion exactly. or your ability to plead the fifth do you need a psych evaluation for any of that because those are the amendments that are not changeable right the founding fathers wrote those as, as rights that you have imbued in your creation and existence from the time you're alive period there's no argument there like you they there is no law against weapons that is constitutional at all right like it constitutionally and if you read the federalist papers and not just the constitution because you need to read them both in unison to know where they were coming from all gun laws and weapon laws at all are unconstitutional, period, including registration. I'm, I don't mind background checks uh, for a buyer because of criminal records. Fine. But psyche valves? No. Ridiculous. Arm everyone. An armed polite society is a polite society. That's how things work. Right. I just, I just like, was dumbfounded to see that as an actual potential countermeasure, thinking to myself, like, exactly, and I completely agree with what you're saying. I just couldn't understand, like, that that's actually being considered, you know, like yeah, you well, said, like, you know, do you need a psyche? Like, it would be the same thing as saying you need to take a psyche valve before you get behind the wheel of a car because we want to make sure you're not going to go nuts and have road rage and run somebody the fuck over because they, they happen to cut you off one day on the highway. It's, Which we just you know, saw recently during a holiday parade, like a guy was pissed off. So he took his car and ran down a bunch of people, but cars are fucking all over the place, but we don't talk about that. Yeah. You register them, but your registration for that is what? You don't take a psyche valve to get your fucking driver's license. Right. You get behind the wheel of a car when you buy it, you pay your taxes, and you fucking drive. And yep, this fucking exactly. guy hurt a lot of people, mostly kids. We're not talking about that, though, because that's not scary enough. Right. It's it's not Fuck something up. that's going to make you go into panic mode. More people are killed by knives and hammers in this country every year than guns, period. That's just a fact. Right. Contrary to what certain websites like you to think or news sources. It's just It's just a reality. Right. Like I've owned firearms for most of my life, and I've never fired a shot at anyone. Right. And I, I had my friend that was arguing about the whole abortion thing. Like, hey, you know, it's it, you should make it hard. I'm like, you know what? Honestly, dude, your KDR is higher than mine. Realistically, like you've had like four abortions. I've never shot or killed anyone. So, mm. what's your argument here now? Right. Yeah. About, I know it's a touchy subject. It's like, come no, on. No, it's, it's 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 true though. Argument. Yeah. 
Yeah, it is. You're ending, you're actually ending human lives by your choice because they inconvenience you. But you don't want me just to have something that's going to sit in my house and I might shoot targets with. So you just, I with, you just said a keyword. I might shoot them if they try to hurt my family. Like, give me a fucking break. I've been yeah. doing martial arts my entire life, too. And what, are you going to make me register? Like, come on, fuck register off. Those mean, register those hands. Hands and knives. <laughs> Register those hands. These hands are lethal weapons. That is so not true. As a guy who's been doing martial arts since I was two, there's no registration for throwing for these hands. Yeah, yeah. Could I register these hands, please? Where do so, I yeah, go for so that? Jay said, you said that you grew up with guns. So did I. Since like maybe I shot my first gun around, I'd guess ten years old. But guess what? Before my father let me put that gun in my hand, I was educated on it. Absolutely. Absolutely. About every oh, yeah, safety educate. feature you can imagine. Then, so like I never hunted or anything when I was younger. My brother went with my dad, yada, yada, yada. And, but when I met my ex, I was interested in hunting, shooting guns, all this stuff. Well, before I would shoot a gun, because it had been years, I was educated, had a mini safety course by a, um, a veteran who taught me the ins and outs of everything you could know about this pistol that I had in right down to cleaning it, knowing every part of it, muzzle awareness, everything before I would shoot that gun, even just target practice. Right. Absolutely. Like I, I've taught my girls and, and uh, one of my boys, my, my oldest, well, he's, he has autism. He's not going to be messing with guns anytime ever. Uh, but I, I taught my girls, archery crossbow stuff throwing yeah, knives you taught how them. to handle things properly right. my kid yeah. my all my kids i did the same with mine do that stuff because you have to educate them correctly on Correct. what they're for and how to use them whether and they choose to them. use it or not they should be it should be part of education so it, even it my children school. they're my youngest is the one she <clears> when she was around 10 or 11 years old she shot her first gun but she was educated on it first but guess what it's not her thing so she just doesn't do it but if she were to, she would be educated on it. it even if you're, you don't ever think your child is going to pick up a gun, it should be taught. It should be part of school. <laughs> there should be a gun safety class. But still, even if you have all this set in place, even if you have the education that's required, let's even say we go to the extent of licensing people. So you have to actually have a license to buy a gun. And what's included in that is a gun safety course mental health screening, yada, 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 add anything you want on there. Even if you put that all in place, somebody, if they have a will, there is a way. They will get their hands on it somehow, some way. And And there's no way you're ever going to do away with guns, period. People will find a way to make them. Oh, I should show you some of the stuff that I've seen. Pretty crafty people in this uh, country. (laughs) We're crafty individuals. Like, I... Like I said, if you want to kill a group of people, you can just slip a bunch of, like, just a little bit of fentanyl in the water supply yeah. and people die. Do you know how much fentanyl it takes to kill somebody? A couple grains. Yeah. I mean, if you to want to kill, kill a human if, being. If you yeah. want to kill a lot of people. If you take a knife into a crowd and kill so many people so fast, and it would be a fucking nightmare. Just be by myself with a knife in my hand. Just walk into a group of people that were unsuspecting. Just realistically. Do you, it happens do you, in China all the fucking time. Do you want a real life... How easy it is to kill everybody? Mm, what do you mean? Do, do you want to know how easy it is? Can you change the you subject for a second friends. while I get a drink? <laughs> Love you. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Love you. <laughs> wow. 
Can you, can you hold your thought for about 10 yeah, seconds? Yeah, let me hold my thought while she steps away to get a drink because she couldn't do it the first time she was up. No. I was going to say, because you had, I guarantee you had that all ready to go, and now you're, now you're like, Yeah, oh, now man. it's like fucking gone. Like, fuck my life. <laughs> Who the fuck am I? Nobody. That's all right. Yeah. All right. Ginger ale. Okay. What, what the hell are you doing? Ginger ale? All right. Oh, well, while you're there, bitch, give me a couple ice cubes, would you? Do you know Ginger ale could be lethal, too. Yeah, especially in a bottle form, you can crack them over the fucking head with it. Yeah, seriously. If you get one, you know, like you shake it up, you got that pressure, and you could put it right in someone's eye, poke someone's oh, eye yeah. on there. This is like the most, this, this is the most terrible aspect about doing shows this way is like, I don't edit a fucking thing. So while Hashley's up making her fucking beverage, I got to fill this fucking program with air just to kill time. Yeah, we just talked about ginger ale, though. That was, that was, a, that was a, a, you know, pretty good tidbit. You know, oh, speak, well, let's do this, because uh, speaking of, like, ignorance and guns, did you hear Biden talk about how a twenty two bullet might get lodged in your lung and you can remove it with surgery, but a 9 millimeters blow your fucking lungs out of your body? Yeah, because he's a fucking moron. Oh, my God. That's one of like, the most ignorant fucking statements I've ever heard. I, I've, I've carried a 9 millimeter on me for, I don't now, but I had for years, and honestly, I was more concerned with the amount of rounds I had in my freaking magazine than <laughs> in shot placement, because... A 40 is going to do a lot more work. Give me that bottle of That's where I carried hollow points for a long time because, you know, they don't have a ton of stopping power. Careful with the ginger ale, Dave. That is a crock of shit. Every bullet has equal stopping power. If it hits you, it's going to fucking hurt. That is not true. That, that is, is absolutely true. Hurt, I've been stabbed, and stabbing, gets, that sucks. I've been stabbed a few times, and it's not a fucking fun experience. And the recovery time is a hell of a lot longer when I talk to my friends that have had both. And they're like, I would much rather be shot again than stabbed. It's way better for you to get shot. If we're going to talk about health issues here. I like how we spun that into health issues. So, along with Biden's fucking dumbass statements... Oh, that fucking faux pas. Yeah, one of many of them. What a fucking wah waffle. So, a little little fun fact for anybody that doesn't understand how many actual mass shootings there are. Or how the numbers are uh, skewed in favor of media fear-mongering and government fucking propaganda. In order to understand mass shootings and what constitutes a mass shooting, you have to understand the numbers that the uh, fucking there's a board that the, the way they put it together. So, a mass shooting is classified as any shooting involving four or more people. Now, okay, I'm back. Along with that, do you know how many shootings since 1986 have involved a rifle or AR? No. 47. I was going to say that. 47 since 1986. (coughs) Now, understand the numbers, okay? The government classifies any mass shooting, classifies a mass shooting as consisting of four or more people. Right. FYI, that's 36 years. Right. Just so in in thirty six years, you don't know your math. since the AR is such a bad fucking weapon, such a dangerous weapon, because they're all equally dangerous. Only forty seven mass shootings in thirty six years 
have included the use of an AR or rifle. Or rifle. That's a mix of the two. That's a mix of the two. That is correct. That is a mix of the two. AR or rifle. This is also including that statistic I believe includes bank robberies where they had shootouts to police with larger caliber like um, 7.62s and things like that as well or any other firearm that was just larger. Uh, Now... Speaking of mass shootings or gunfights, Dave, you wanted to talk about what happened in Washington a while yes. back. And then so, it was in 96, okay. 92. So it was, it was in 1987, 88? No, 89. It was 1989. Yeah, it was that long ago. It was 89. It was, it was summer of 89. Okay. I, I can't remember exactly. Like, I had just watched about this. Prior so, to bringing it up. so here's so here's what happened. There was there was uh so in Washington, Washington State in 1989, this United States Army Ranger moved into, uh, what the fuck, Ash Street, what the, f- uh, uh, Ash Hill in a Ash. suburb of what, Seattle. Yeah, suburb of Seattle on Ash, Ash on Ash Street, and it was an area that was inundated with gang activity and the, the, the crack epidemic of the 80s. And this uh, army ranger created a neighborhood watch on Ash Street where he lived. And he was reporting to the cops all the drug activity, gang activity, everything. Are you saying Ash or Ass? Ash. Oh, okay. Ass Street. I'm gonna the, double check this because I know the story relatively well. Now, but the cops, the cops, basically ignored him, and he was and, and and being an army ranger, he was not afraid of anybody in the neighborhood. So, like when there was a drug deal going down, he would openly confront them. Okay. Okay. And then, who he was confronting was a gang known as the Hilltop Crips. Yeah, and so this was uh, Tacoma, by the way. In Tacoma, Washington? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was Tacoma. It was Bill Fol- Sergeant Bill Folk. Yep, Sergeant Bill Folk. Yeah. This, this is what year? Exactly. What, what? 1989. 1989? Yeah. Oh, okay. <coughs> so the area after being out on service and decided to buy a house, and so yeah. he bought this house in an area that was trying to he was trying to help fix up and would do, like, oh. neighborhood barbecues and stuff like that. So and he... The crypt moving up into Tacoma. So what happened... So he was confronting all these gang members about doing drugs in and around his property. And the cops weren't listening. The cops weren't doing anything. And... The Crips got tired of his shit. And one day, they decided they were going to attack his home. He's a neighborhood watch, army ranger, gun owner. Knows that he's pissing off these Crips. Mm-hmm. Trying to get them out of the neighborhood, clean it up, get rid of the drug problem. The police chief in Tacoma took four, uh, three of the five officers that were patrolling that area... And put them somewhere else. So now the police response is now limited. Okay. This uh, Sergeant Bill Folk invites a couple of his ranger buddies over for a nice barbecue. Fully aware that he's target number one. The Hilltop Crips decide to attack his house. On this day. On this day. Him and his army ranger buddies... Decide to lay waste to the Hilltop Crips. To what? The Hilltop Crips. 
What did you say? Lay waste. What does that mean? You fucking destroy them. Okay, God. Permanent nap time. To yell at me. Permanent nap time. All right. Nighty night. It wasn't just that. Like, so aggressive. You. He had <laughs> first. Jesus. He had already put a camera up in the top. All this talk uh, about gun room facing the street, and he would go out and confront. And he, they saw his camera, and prior to that, they had shot at his camera window in his house while he was having a barbecue with a bunch of neighbors and a couple of his uh, army buddies, and then. The fucking police department had already complained to them, and the chief, instead of using these cops that, like Dave said, got moved to a different beat, they were trying to push in a new, oh, we'll talk to the bad guys kind of thing, which never fucking works. Yeah, it, it never so, works. <laughs> you meet violence with equal violence, you know, <laughs> or more if you want to win. So, but, so again, you have an army ranger, properly trained, Couple of his buddies. What did he see what happens later? And these fucking retards decide they're going to attack him. Well, guess what? They didn't make it to the end of the night. The Army Rangers won. Mm-hmm. The Hilltop Crips lost. Mm-hmm. And that would not have been possible had they not been trained. Had no. No. Had they let the government interfere and take oh, away their correct. right to defend themselves. Correct. Yes, right. absolutely. Right. Well, look at the, the, the roof Koreans, same concept. Like, let's, right. let's look at how many lives have been saved due to people legally owning firearms and knowing how to use them. Why does the news not cover that aspect? Why does the news not cover all the good Samaritan shit that happens? Because, because they, they have a different agenda. That, does, that doesn't but make the papers. That, you're right. That it's all make, about the agenda. That doesn't make the papers. You want to know why? Yes. Because the sick fucks in this world would rather see all the bad shit and give away their rights. Not just see it. Uh, it's it's then put fucking, into place. Then change it and become <laughs> right. good. Right. This shit is put into place. I truly believe that. Yeah, but like, look at all the movies you watch, and nobody wants to go to see a good Samaritan story. They want to go to see like the psychopath that gets yeah. taken down by the good guy, but that, see all the bad shit that goes along with it. And you and, and you know what? You know what, Ashley? Fuck you, because I I, I completely forgot what I was going to say before because you had to get up and get a fucking drink. It'll you come back. Piece to of it, don't shit. Worry. I told you, you I had that all you. prepared. Yeah, I, I I could see it in your mind, and you had that ready to go too. That's all right. There's a little more about this uh, Tacoma story because it didn't just, it wasn't at the barbecue where it happened. The barbecue happened. The Crips had stopped by and confronted him and some of his buddies. And then the neighbors were there too. So he went on the phone and called, and they're like, we're going to come back and kill you tonight. We're going to burn your fucking house down. So he called some more of his ranger buddies. I want to say it was like 15 rangers that posted up in different places in the house that were ready to fire and go. I think two rangers actually took rounds. Um, There's only, there's no real evidence of the Crips getting killed, but there, one guy did get arrested and is still in prison, I believe. Uh, there's blood that was all over the place from the guys running away. But, you know, criminals, they don't go to the hospital because they know they're going to get reported. Now, one of the interesting things about this whole situation is it leads into the idea of expect to self-rescue. That's why we have that right to have guns. It takes the cops minutes and minutes and minutes to get to your place. It takes a violent crime seconds to happen. So I, I, I may be uneducated on this, but isn't our right to bear arms actually to protect us from our government if they were to turn on us? Is it that is to not- protect yourself from all threats. Yes. Right. But or, isn't foreign there- or domestic. Correct, yeah, but that's the exactly. reason behind the right to bear arms. It's yes, not just to it, it is. It is also family. to it is also to form a well-regulated militia. 
Correct. Yeah. That's and what, oppose that's, a tyrannical government. That's what that's it's, what I was going towards. I didn't know how to put it into words, but it's like that's what, what I, I believe the, the quote is like when a long train of events or something like that. Uh, it's it's your right and duty to uh, take up new guards against uh, such such threats or something. I don't right. know the specific thing about it. That right. is not even close to what it says. So I I don't remember. I I just remember watching the National Treasure where John, you know, our so uh, Nick Cage is so so it. we're gonna actually tell you the Second Amendment and explain this because it's pretty easy. Let's Dave wants to. Go ahead, Jay. I would like for you to take this one because you have it right in front of you and I see the boner you have for it. Oh, I do. I love me my constitution. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security for a free of a free state, comma, that's an important comma, the, the right of the people to keep the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. That's an important word infringed there. Now, yeah. so you have a right as civilians to form a militia because you are expected to self-protect your country, your freedoms, and your family and yourself. Period. Now, Jay, let me stop you right there. Mm-hmm. Let me stop you right there because here's why. That whole part right there, the right to form a well-regulated militia, okay, that essentially is what that ranger did Right. In Washington. Mm-hmm. Him and his buddies got together. It was well regulated. It was well regulated. Yep. They were well trained. Yep. They were protecting their home, mm-hmm. their neighbors, and their family right. from an imminent threat. Right. And if you understand the terminology of well-regulated, it's not regulated in the way that the U.S. Army is regulated or the Marine Corps. It's regulated by you're regulating your actions based Correct. on what it's to do in the right place. Right. So I've had a guy who was a lawyer argue with me, and I pissed him off because he's like, oh, you know, there's a, regu- there's a militia clause, as, as a lot of lawyers like to throw around. That's not a clause. It's part of your right to Correct. form a militia. <laughs> Period. I, I'm not a militia guy myself. Like, uh, when it comes to when you hear the term militia, I don't fly the Gadsden flag. I mean, not, not that I'm against it, but it's like I, if I need to get a group together, a group of my friends, because the law's not working or someone's trying to hurt me or my family, I'm going to call a group of friends. That's what's going to happen. And things are going to go south fast for the bad guy. Period. Including the government if they try to be too tyrannical. 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 Jesus, I can't talk. That's what I get for smoking a cigar and a pipe. So. Then you have the not be infringed. Infringed means touched, altered, changed, moved upon, removed, or otherwise altered. So any weapon law at all is a violation directly of a right, an inalienable right, a right that cannot be altered or changed. You have those rights from your creation, period. You always have a right to defend yourself. You always have a right to bear arms. You always have a right to form a militia. You have a right to freedom of speech. You have a right to all these other things. And we ignore these things. You have a right not to talk to the police, period. It's the Fifth Amendment. You don't have to incriminate yourself. You have a right to have a soldier come to your door and not let them in. That's quartering. We have an anti-quartering law there. there. These are the laws to keep the government in check. Unfortunately, bad guys do use these things to their advantage. The problem is... The, the good guys look like bad guys right. or government media make us look like the bad guys because we're not. There's millions and millions of guns in this country and guns account for some of the least amount of murders in our country. I mean, they're somewhere in the middle. And see, there, like, there, therein lies exactly one of the things that Jay's touching on that is very important. Me, as a, touching. Yeah, me <laughs> as a law-abiding citizen, okay? If the neighborhood I lived in was so terrible... That I needed to call up eight of my buddies with their firearms to come over and patrol the streets armed. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. as a as our own militia under the Constitution, I am absolutely allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. But see, too many people are afraid of the idea. Oh, it's against the law. It's this is. It's not against the law. It's absolutely not. I can get a gather of my friends around and walk these streets completely armed mm-hmm. and not be against the law. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the other thing the that people don't understand. The last thing you want to do is show up <coughs> to a gun show with a knife. Here's the other thing that people don't understand. Do you, uh, do you know that the police are not here to protect and serve the public trust? No. See, a lot of people don't know that. In 2010, I believe it is, Jay, you could look this up since you're a Google maniac. There was a Supreme Court ruling that police were to remove to protect and serve from all marked cars. Their job is not to protect and serve the public. The police are simply to enforce political public policy. I can tell you that directly from having okay. a lot of friends in law enforcement. That is their job. I actually, I went to jail for something I didn't do. And all my law enforcement buddies, knowing I was going to get arrested, knowing I didn't do it, were like, hey, whatever you do, don't post about it on social media. Don't talk about it. Only let your lawyer talk for you, period. Because we are taught to teach you how to incriminate yourself, period. Because they're just trying to get the DA so to do their So it's not protect and serve. Police do not protect That's and serve. Not. Police and force. From? Supreme we Court just, from the government. No, where no, no. So, where did the term protect and serve come from? Because I hear that all the time. TV shows in the seventies. It came uh, from TV shows, I think. I mean, some that seventies show. Protect and serve, but like it, I, I don't. That's Sorry. not actually what they're trained to do, and they'll tell you that directly. <laughs> like we're here to enforce the law. Your job as an individual is to protect and serve. That's it. Right. Your job is to watch your community. Yes, you are your brother's keeper. First and foremost, like when it comes to shit, like when the whole COVID thing went, like I wasn't one of those people that freaked out because I wasn't worried about it. I'm like, no. I know in history how these things work. And I'm I was like, take me now. <laughs> yeah, po- police. <laughs> take me then, now. Police yeah. do not serve oh, and protect oh, the COVID? public trust. Can we make out? <laughs> uh, oh, Jesus make out Christ. <laughs> you guys uh, fucking stop. Oh. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I wasn't worried at all because where I live, I'm used to certain things happening. There are three roads that are viable into where this, the, the town I live in. The whole county is viable by three roads. If two of those roads are shut, the other road's going to be clogged. And we're, I'm a landlocked here, but I know how to get out of here. So I prep up. And it's not like a crazy prepper who does like the, I'm not one of those super crazy preppers, but I have preparations put in place. Do you have noodles bagged up, huh? bagged up noodles and rice? What, what, what does no, any no, of no. that have to do with anything? You just talked about Mostly prepping. flour because flour lasts a long time and honey because you can use your curing and sugar, things like that. You can yeah. use that for wounds. As you know, you're a nurse. But, um, well, I don't know about honey healing wounds, but I mean, I do personally, but I wasn't taught that in school. That's all fight infection. It's wow. a little battlefield trick. So, but anyhow, you can use it for all sorts of shit. But I have stuff like that stored up just a little bit, and then I have other things set in place. And when the COVID thing hit, I was an essential worker, so I was working. I didn't give a fuck. I'm like, I'm going to get sick for five minutes, ten minutes, maybe two months. If I die, I die, whatever. And then I had it for, like, yeah, a month, and I was fine. But I've always kept myself in shape because I know how these things go. And now I had it three we're, times. We're, we're almost back to normal in California. Mm-hmm. You know, 
it, it was just one of those things. I didn't panic about it because I had prepared for something bad to happen. Right. We are just, we, we are totally off subject. Off the subject. Why? I think it was my it's fault. Why? Why does this happen? Why? Because I'm high as a subject. Because I'm high as giraffe. I was talking about how the police pussy. are not here to serve and protect the public. And then we started yeah. talking about noodles right. and honey. Yeah. So, I, was, I mean. I was, I was bad at trailing. That's what I was getting <laughs> to. That whole thing leads back to people were being freaked out by things. I think I need a change job. of subject. We're not done yet. It was my job and my duty to protect my family and my neighbors. And that was it. That's why I brought that up to bring that in because you can't expect to have someone show up at the last whim and just expect things to magically work. Humans are fallible and we make fucking mistakes or we're slow. No. Or there's a lot going on out here. People like first responders here because we're a small community. They were always busy the entire fucking time. That's why I prepped. That's why I got ready for it. It's the same thing when it comes to guns. Violence, law enforcement, your rights. It's your job to defend your freedoms. The government's just there to follow certain statutes for you. If they don't do it, then that's when you change them out, if you can. If you can't change them out on the legal basis, then that's why you have guns, period. That's all there is to it. It's a dumb, simple answer, but again, Occam's razor. I know I diatribed that, but sorry. Yeah, so again... The, the idea is that the government is not here to help you. People need to stop wanting to throw their rights away. Guns are absolutely dangerous, but the problem we need to solve the issue is education. We don't need limitations on our gun laws. We need limitations on the fucking people. We don't need to attack, to attack the law-abiding citizens for ex- exercising their constitutional rights. We need to enforce and attack the people who don't follow the law. Correct. So you have a group of 25 children. One of them acts up and does something stupid. Now you're punishing all the other 24. I've never understood that. Mass theory. punishment does not never work. Never understood that theory. You should never punish the mass for a small amount of fuck-ups. And don't feel bad to whoop your kid's ass once in yeah. a while. Dr. Spock, I have four kids. My kids, have, they can count on two hands out of their entire lives. That how many times them, they've needed times to be spanked. Absolutely. I have four children, and uh, each of them has been spanked less than five times. Less than, my youngest has never been spanked. You know why? Because my oldest three taught her. <laughs> don't do that. You're going to get your ass spanked. <laughs> At the same time, though, afterwards, guys, if you sit down with your kids and say, hey, here's why I did this. It was This was an egregious offense. I will, I'm will. i more likely to yell and say, get this shit done than I am to actually hit one of my kids outside of sparring. But if there's something going on and I want to talk with my kids, like my daughter and her um, her boyfriend and stuff, that she her ex-boyfriend now, she wouldn't talk to me about it because she was scared how I would react. So I said, hey, let's go out and um, get to grab the gloves. We're going to we're gonna spar a little bit. You haven't been in Muay Thai this week. So we put the gloves on we went to we went to work sparring and stuff and then in the middle of it i was like okay so tell me about this boy <laughs> you know it's yeah. like you, ways to do this stuff that, that is going to be more beneficial for yes. them my kids See, and, 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 and it's teams. healthy it's healthy to teach these things so so there is a solution children this right way. there there's one solution to the fucking problem in this country where these kids get involved in these school shootings and everything else be a fucking parent you see oh 
get involved yes. in your kid's it's life. where it stems from. Fucking talk to them. Yes. Quit letting them do whatever the fuck they want. Quit letting them fucking do whatever the hell they want as far as drugs go. Just fucking be a parent. And if you are a divorced family... Be civil towards each other, for God's sake. It's not that fucking hard. It fucks your kids up big time. I have four children. I've been divorced. My first three by one husband, my youngest by another. And we have, when we were splitting up, okay, getting divorced, okay, I said, we can't get along. We're going to kill each other, but we do not need to affect our children throughout this process. So we, (coughs) even if we didn't like each other, we remained civil. We never bad-mouthed each other behind each other's backs. We always were in agreement when it came to anything um, that had to do with the kids, you know, discipline-wise or anything. And I'm telling you right now from experience that this started when my kids were younger, and now they are adults and doing amazing. So we co-parented very well. And this is another part of it. Even I'm not saying you have to be perfect parents and stay together for the rest of your lives. If you're toxic, you're toxic for your children. Get the fuck out of the relationship. And which, remain civil. Raise your children. Do the right thing. Which, which this is perfect. because Don't this goes, be jealous. Don't bring jealousy into it. If your ex meets somebody else, just be civil. And this Honestly, is perfect. Because this, this is going to go. You didn't want them. This is going to go right into, into, into everything Right where else. I want. Yep, it now, did. Look at how that blended. With, with, <laughs> when, you, when it comes to fucking parenting, you want, this, is a, this is a major issue. You need to be involved in your kids' lives. You need to talk to them. You need to educate them. You need to discuss things with your children. Yes. You need to be a, again, co-parenting. Too yes. many times I see parents taking their kids to court Horrible. and using them as fucking pawns Horrible. in a goddamn child support case yes. or a divorce case. Quit being shitty fucking people. Yes. Guess what? Correct. It comes down to not parenting. It comes down to you as a person. If you, if, 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 if you, I, I, I could say this cause I'm a, I, I have, I come from this. Mm-hmm. When me and my ex split, I said, you will not keep me from my kids. Mm -hmm. You will not use them as pawns in court. Right. That is not how this goes. I will give you money because I am a father and I have responsibilities. I have no problem with supporting my kids and making sure they are taken care of. Right. But you are not going to come after me and use the kids as leverage in court to try and drive me into the fucking poorhouse. Right. If there's a problem, if you need to talk to me, Talk to me. Right. You want to deal with something? We'll deal with it. When it comes to the kids, we'll talk about it. We'll deal with it together. The kids are not fucking leverage. Right. The kids are not pawns well, in a game. there's no reason to be spiteful. That's what it comes down to. And that's to. just it. Why? Guess what? You, you, can't, you couldn't work it out. So why so be why miserable? why be spiteful? Just move on with your life. <laughs> just be done. You know? I there, mean, me personally, I purchased my house which I fucking hate where I live I like to be in the country away from everybody nope I live right smack dab in the middle of fucking town why because my children's father lives two houses away from us we never had child custody agreements we never had child support agreements we both agreed on the amount that he was going to pay me every week he faithfully paid it if I needed help he helped out but the kids came and went as they pleased if they wanted to go to their dad's for the night they just fucking walked across the street and and that is important. I mean, I've never. I hate him though. I hate him with every cell of my being. But you have to be a better person. You have to understand that your children, one hundred percent guarantee, 
your child will be affected by this long-term later in life. Me and no my ex- ifs, ands, or buts about it. Me and my ex-wife didn't get along. Guess what? We do better apart. Yeah. She has her boyfriend or her right. life or whatever the fuck's going on. I don't give a shit. It's fucking great. Yeah. I have my girlfriend. <laughs> Guess what? I, I took my family. I took the girlfriend, her kids, my kids, down to Delaware. Uh-huh. The ex came with. Yep. We all stayed in the same hotel. Yep. Because we all have the same family. We're down there for my grandmother's, for my grandfather's memorial. Yeah. Guess what? My grandfather was as much in my ex's life Mm -hmm. as he was in my kids' lives. Right. As he was in my life. So guess what? We all went down to Delaware. We had a great weekend. We had dinner together. Right. My ex and my (laughs) girlfriend sharing a fucking appetizer. I have a one-up on you. It is... Unfucking believable. And guess what? No fighting, yeah. no issues, no nothing. You just fucking talk. And if you can't talk, text, write right. notes. Don't Do, right. fucking speak. You don't speak. have to be best friends. But just be civil. For the kids. Yes. Talk to the fucking kids. Yep. If nothing else, if you do nothing else, let the kids see you guys being nice yes. to each other. Yes, because here's why. So when you think about it psychologically, this child came from both of you. Okay? It's part of each parent. So if one parent is bad-mouthing another parent and saying what a piece of shit they are or whatever, that child internally, without even knowing it, thinks, well, there must be something wrong with me. Right. Because that's my mom. I came from her or I came from my dad. He's an asshole drunk. Ooh, I must be an asshole drunk. And it's not a conscious thing. It just happens. And and guess what? <laughs> you kids, have no control over kids it. Kids will play games and manipulate when you show weakness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had my son. I love my son to death. But for the longest time, he had a problem with my ex's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. He didn't like him, didn't, didn't want to respect him, didn't want to listen. Well, Here, here's the problem. Not okay? respecting is different. He was, on, he, he was mad because me and the ex weren't together. Mm-hmm. And he didn't like seeing his mom with some other guy. And I had to sit my kid down and I had to talk to him. I had to say to him, I had to say, Xander, listen. I'm your father. Mm -hmm. Nothing is going to change that. Your mother is going to have this boyfriend or many others. Right. I'm not telling you that you have to like him, but it's still your mother's boyfriend and the guy she chose to be with. Right. Now, as your father, what I say automatically goes. But if your mother's boyfriend says something to you, it's... Not out of trying to hurt you. It's because he's dating your mother and he's just trying to fit in and help me in raising you. Now, mm-hmm. if a line gets crossed, if he doesn't understand where he is at, right. if he touches you or right. something of that nature, that is where I come in right. as your father and your protector. Right. However... You don't get to back talk, disrespect, or be nasty just because you don't like who your mother's right. with. Right. Guess what? After we had that discussion, everything was cool. It wasn't. It it wasn't an overnight process. No, no. But it got there. Right. Right. So, but see, women need to understand this too. 
Men are not workhorses there to give you a life that you fucking feel you no. deserve. And I'm I'm on your I'm on your side with that. Too many women want to drag men into court and fucking put them in the poorhouse because when they were together, men they see all the money the man's making and taking care of them and everything else. But then when they split, well, they don't like the idea that they have to provide for themselves. Right. Well, guess what? Life don't give a shit about your fucking no. feelings. You wanted to be with somebody else. You didn't like the life the man provided yeah. for you. You fucking get That's over it you. and move on. Right. Just so, because you fucked him a couple of times doesn't mean you get to be a cunt and take his entire life away from him. No, I agree. So I know a lot of people who won't get divorced. They stay in their miserable, fucked up, disgusting, boring relationships. Why? Oh, because uh, if I get divorced, she's going to take 50% of my pension. Or whatever. So they stay in these shitty relationships. Yeah, well, that girl shouldn't even be able to go after that. Like, in my opinion. Right. Unless there was something done where it was intentional. Like, you didn't talk about it beforehand. And the guy just went out and fucked somebody else. Well, that's going against your vows and whatever. But if it's like, but we're gonna we're gonna come back to that because there's there's a lot more there, there's there's more things that people don't that that people. They only understand internally, but they don't think about with anybody else. Like when it, so when it comes to um, infidelity, yeah, okay, there should be no reason for it. Men are simple creatures. As a man, I'm a simple creature. Correct. And I'm telling you that all men are simple creatures. Correct. I'm not saying the, I'm the, against you fucking somebody else. I'm saying that that should just be talked about. And okay, you. I don't provide everything so, you need. Go ahead, find it somewhere so here's else. The, still come so back here's home. the two biggest things in a relationship. Here's the two biggest things in a relationship that will always lead to success. No one, communication. One very, very, very important. The number one foundation building block honesty. for every relationship is communication. Yes. Yes. You well, need, honesty first. <clears throat> with communication comes honesty. Okay, so if that's assumed, fine. So, like, it's if you don't have an open dialogue, if you right. don't have an open communication, if you don't discuss things, mm-hmm. where 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 can you start? If you can't talk about it, you can't start anywhere. Correct. So it's doomed from the get go. So if, if you, you can't, can't talk about it, that person is going to hold that inside, and it's going to become an issue. But now on the other side, like it's not just it's it's not just communication of you needing if like like both parties need to talk. So Correct. you need to be able to express yourself. But the other person needs to be willing to accept Open. the expression. And at least come to a middle ground. Right. There yes. has to be, there has, it has to be a give and take. It's a two-way street. It's 50-50. Mm-hmm. Communication all the way around. And if you, you can't come to an agreement, guess what? That person's not for you. Move on. Right. If you can't come to an, <laughs> if you can't. Move on. If you can't converse, you can't come to agreement. Correct. Let it go. It's, it's over. Okay. It's done. It's okay. There's Find, plenty of other right, people. Find another one. Now, the second building block of every, of every relationship Intimacy. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about sex. No. I am talking about intimacy. Mm-hmm. Intimacy can be a range of everything to include sex. Mm-hmm. For example. And it makes it way better. In communication. <laughs> in a commu- in, 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 we'll start with the build, first building block communication Correct. and go into the intimacy. Right. So as a man, you explain to your wife or girlfriend, hey, this is what I'm feeling. This I, I, I want you to show me more affection in public. I want you to make right. me feel good that you feel good with me. Right. And now the woman reciprocates and says, okay, but I want you to show me more affection for no reason at all. Correct. So now. Because we all have our different love languages. There's, therein lies the communication. You've both expressed what you want. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, 
she starts holding hands with you in public or being on your holding your arm or being close to you. Mm-hmm. And you That's as the now man fulfilling in the house, your needs. It's it's now fulfilling your needs. Now you gotta meet her. So when you come home from work, grab mm-hmm. her ass, give her mm-hmm. a kiss, tell her she's beautiful. Even if she looks Pick like some, shit. Even if she looks like shit, tell yeah. her she's beautiful. Yeah. Pick some flowers alongside the road when you're on your way home. Now is that really a thing? Yeah. As you oh, yes it's, it's hot. As you communicate, yeah. no as you talk about your needs. You can stop it wise. <laughs> as you communicate. <laughs> like 486 a bundle or a oh. bunch. All right. That's real specific. Yeah. As you communicate, as you talk, as you express yourselves to each other, you will find things become easier to talk yes. about. 100%. It becomes so simple that in, 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 in a simple instance, like say you're a fucking weirdo and you just want to be fucking, you want your asshole licked. Right. When you work on communication. Is that weird? No. Okay. For some people, it might be weird. But <laughs> as you work on your communication with the intimacy, comes all those weird things. You can't be afraid to discuss things. You and can't be afraid to talk feeling, So, And it makes, it, it makes forget, you more elated. Forget the idea free. of taboo. Forget the idea of what you can and can't say. Listen. Yes, just do it. If you're in a relationship, especially if you live together, if you have seen your significant other taking a shit, there, guess what? There are no lines of anything that you can't discuss. Correct. Right. Absolutely not. Now. You know, there's people out there that are afraid to poop in front of, like, their significant th- th- other. That's the, th- grow up. Yeah. Just fucking grow up. Now. Should be in there making jokes and stuff. <laughs> that goes into the aspect, <laughs> so... We're going to talk about... I wouldn't believe what I did in there. We're going to talk about, like, these single people. So I see a lot... Are you targeting me? No, I'm not targeting you. I'm not targeting you. (laughs) There's a lot... I I made a post earlier in the week, like, that fucking... I saw a female on Facebook post that she's, like, looking for friends, and she feels this way and depressed. What? She's looking for friends? I see these posts. All friends? Right. But this, but here's what happens, right? So you see someone make this long post about how they're depressed and down and this and that. And then you reach out. Hey, there's tons of people out there in the world. Make friends. Here's me trying to make a friend with you right now saying hi. What's up? Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? Mm-hmm. People are afraid, though. The next response. Oh, sub to my OnlyFans. Hey, you want to buy my nudes? Oh. You want Like... Fuck you. Oh, yeah. No. Okay? Like, I didn't message you out of the fact that you're promoting yourself yeah. on OnlyFans. I'm not against that. Mm-hmm. But okay? don't approach it that way. But don't post one of these fucking feel bad for me right, things. Right. And then when somebody's like, hey, what's up? And reaches out. Give turn around. Money. Turn around. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I want money. your money. Like, you're a fucking cunt. Plain and simple. You're just a fucking greedy cunt. That's why you're alone. And that's why you're going to stay there. But then there's the other aspect, right? Where it goes to the other side, where the woman will be like, oh, what are you, patronizing me? Like, I'm not good enough to make friends on my own? Motherfucker, you just had this long-ass post. Oh, are you making fun of the fact of mental illness? I'm not making fun of anything. I I have mental illness myself. I'm trying to meet you on common ground. Right. So there's people out there that will try to fucking genuinely try to meet out, reach out, and fucking help people. And then they just get hit with this fucking cunt side of life. Right, right. Like, how shitty of a person are you that 
someone reaches out to you and you're just going to slap them in the face or your response is, oh, sub my OnlyFans, buy my pictures. Right, right. Like, I got news for you. There ain't nobody out there that special that I'm going to sub that are OnlyFans because they're not, like, for every for every single girl out but there. there are just people so, who will. Just so we're clear. Or they wouldn't exist. For every single female out there that has an OnlyFans that you want to brag about your top 11% fucking content creation or whatever the fuck else, there are 10 females that are simply just love attention and are fucking fantastic and will not pay, will not charge for it. Then we get to the aspect where women want to bitch about men or men want to bitch about women, but nobody wants to make a compromise on who they are or what they're, what they're about and what's going to happen. Like in the aspect of infidelity. In every relationship, women will sit there and they'll cry to their friends about how their boyfriend cheated on them with some fucking girl that they deem as gross, fat, or ugly. But there was a reason. That's the, that's the part that nobody gets. There was a reason. Yeah. They're, they're, they were in that moment. I don't agree with it because it... That man, if he wasn't happy, see, this is the only reason I don't believe in infidelity, okay, is because if you are not happy, okay, your relationship needs to be ended if your part, if your significant other is not aware. Your relationship needs to be ended out of respect for that person who is unaware of this going on, and then you can move on. But therein lies the aspect where communication and intimacy come into play. So, so let's look at it like this, right? So you got this guy. Or girl, and they're conveying how they feel, and they're not trying to end the relationship because they enjoy their relationship. Everything's going well. Except one of the other is not meeting the needs that they need to be met. Is it because they already talked about it? They've talked about it, they've voiced it, but it's been, but they're just being ignored. Okay, just so I know. So what are you left with? Well, again, like you were talking about earlier with the idea of divorce, most people don't want to disappe- don't want to end it because they're going to get half their shit. Or there's kids involved. There's or kid, lots of there's excuses. all this all these fucking excuses. things. Yeah. So it's just easier for the man or the woman to, keep to the go routine, get to, to keep the routine and make things all happy, and they go and see what they're missing elsewhere. elsewhere. Right. If you don't want your partner to go out looking for something elsewhere then ensure that they're not missing anything at home. But I still think that before that act is made, before the act is done, that you should at least bring it to their attention that, hey, if you do not meet these needs, this is what's going to happen because it's a desire of mine and I can't do without it. Like if it's to the extent that you're going to go look for it elsewhere, that means you need it in your life to be happy. So you should at least give the opportunity to say, hey, Joe Schmo, um, you're not meeting my needs. And if you can't make that effort and fulfill them, I have to look elsewhere. But here's the other side of that coin that nobody wants to accept. That's part of the honesty part. That nobody wants to accept responsibility (laughs) for. So So here's what happens. When people are dating, okay, they do all these great things and everything's fantastic and they're, and, 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 and everything's awesome. Right. But then they graduate to the next stage 
of the actual monogamous relationship where they're exclusively with each other. Right. Then they move in together. Which I don't agree with, but anyway. But then, right, something happens. One or both parties stops being who they were before they were dating. And that's, okay. So So now all the shit you were doing while you were dating mm -hmm. is no longer taking place, and now the relationship is lacking. Correct. And here's the thing. This all stems from my idea of (coughs) uh, long long-term slash lifelong partnership is not realistic. We are not meant to be that way. Um, we are animalistic in our own nature. We change. Okay, so if somebody, it, it's very rare to find happy <coughs> high school sweethearts, okay, 25 years down the line. You just had the, the contest winners on the other night. I heard them saying that they were high school sweethearts and they are happy. Why? Because they're open, but that's rare. Right. Okay, so... If you meet as high school sweethearts, but they've all but see they've also they've experimented they've gone out correct they, oh no they that's have what not I'm been monogamous I and that's, this is what I'm saying so that's a rare occasion though for that to happen for somebody to be a high school sweetheart and 25 years later they're still happy it's not heard of okay it's like probably I don't know I would guess if I had to guess three percent okay of high school sweethearts 20 years later so what happens is as a teenager okay we've all been there. You are a certain way. Once you get exposed to real life, you graduate high school, you get exposed to the real world, you start working, you're influenced by different things other than your immediate family, you change. Naturally, we go through these changes in our lives. I went through a change around 20. I was a a mom. Um, Then I started... uh, my kids are older, so I'm experiencing life myself more. So, like, we go through these changes, and not one man, I can I can tell you, there's not one man out there that would have been able to experience all these changes with me. Okay, it's, it's very unlikely. So that's why my theory is we're not meant to be together forever. We're meant to be in each other's lives for a reason, learn a lesson, experience more, um, and then move on to the next. And, and, and that's the other thing. Too. I'm, I'm not against people having experiences. Like, I understand OnlyFans is one of these big things that all the girls want to be a part of and they want to show themselves off. Hey, you know what? Do you. I appreciate it. I support some people on OnlyFans because I know them. Because right. I'm just trying to support them in ways they support me. Mm-hmm. I'm not against the idea of sex for sale. I'm not. Right. We all know I've had a bad prostate experience. I'm not against the idea of paying for sex. I think it would be safer if we were able to pay for it. Right. It, it abso- would be safer absolutely, for everybody. Absolutely would. But see, right. here's the other thing. If you are who if you... we're talking numbers, I'm a prostitute. <clears throat> I just haven't been paid for it. Right. If you get... You get I, am, I, I want people to understand. I want people to be who they are. Yeah. Just be, be real. honest. Be real. But again, when you do that, and that's another thing. So we're talking about mental health. So when you do that, when you actually allow yourself to be you, what you feel like you are in your gut, guess what? It's a freeing feeling. And your, your, your happiness is just natural. It comes naturally. You don't even have to force it. It just happens. You don't give a fuck. And you do what you, you as a healthy, happy person, feel is what you want to do, you just do it. Like, like my girlfriend's <laughs> it took me 40 like my years girlfriend's to a prime. That out. My Don't get me wrong. My girlfriend's a prime example, Octavia. Mm-hmm. 
since we're in Pride Month, mm-hmm. she's halfway there. She's bisexual. Mm-hmm. She wants to be with women. Oh, God, Pride Month. Yeah, go Jesus. ahead. Go ahead, be with women. I don't care. No, but come on. But like, I don't want to get sidetracked here. I'm not. I'm not. There's no sidetracking. She's. I. I have told her just be who you are. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. I'm not. I, I'm. I'm yeah. not going to like you any less. Yeah. I prefer you talk to me about it. That way we could approach it together. Right. Because here's the reason. Okay. So so, let's just say you're in a, a heterosexual relationship, and but yet, as human beings, we have desires, wants, needs. They could be influenced by whatever porn talking to friends, whatever. So let's just say that I'm attracted to a woman, mm-hmm. okay? And But we're in a relationship. You and I are dating. We're serious, even if we're married. But I'm attracted to women. You can't supply that. So you shouldn't be offended by the fact that I have a natural desire to be attracted to women or to be with a woman because right. you can't supply me with that. Right. But, but, on, the, not but on the same token, on the it same token. It doesn't mean I love you any less. Approach it, (laughs) if you're going to be in that relationship with that person, Uh approach it together. Correct. Yeah. Like, set rules, set boundaries. Again, open communication. You can always come to an agreement. Like, for example. Always, always, always. I was in the swinger lifestyle for a couple months, and it was the most amazing thing I've ever experienced. People were so open, Um, non-judgmental. And everybody respected your limits. Right. So, so again, like with Octavia, the fact that she wants to be with women, perfectly okay. So, one, yeah. of, the, one of the rules is we play together. Correct. She can play by herself. Right. With another woman. With another woman. Right. However, right, when it comes to us both being involved... It's when she initiates it, when she brings the person into the into the right. situation. You're not looking for I'm it. not looking. Right. I don't go behind Correct. her back for it. Yeah. She brings the people in. Right. Perfectly okay. But it could be the other way if that's what you agree on. It could be if that's what we agreed <laughs> right. on, but it's not. She wants to do her thing. Mm-hmm. That's cool. As she wants to include me in it, that's cool. Even if even if she's on her own with a female somewhere. I'm still not discounted from the equation, right? Because I still get to hear about it, hear get pictures, video, whatever. I'm still not left out of the equation, right? Because it's in in a sense the three of us, right? It's like a for that moment, right? Even just for that moment. But there's a lot of people that don't want to talk about things, that don't want to bring things up. There are guys who are in unhappy marriages because their wife changed. The changed who she was. Right. Not intentionally like, even. Like, Just you go through changes in life. People get this. Well, it's not even that. It's they get this idea, right? So a man starts dating a woman because of how she looks, how she takes care of herself, mm-hmm. how she presents herself in a sexual aspect. Mm-hmm. All these things go into accountability. And then when they start being together on a regular basis and they start being more serious and they get out of the dating phase and go into the... Uh, into the monogamous relationship, right. living together, soon to be married phase, the woman starts to have this change of ideas that she can no longer be that wild, free, slutty girl that she started dating that dude. She has to be all pris, prim, proper. Right. The blowjob stop. The doggy style right. sex stops. It just becomes so regular. Wrong. It becomes regular face to face missionary. It becomes a planned event every. Don't get me wrong. Uh, in I the lived middle of the week. that life. Like, don't get me wrong. I did. For if you years. gotta plan your sex, yeah, you're fucking retarded. Yeah, 
It should be all the time, spur of the moment, sporadic. Every moment that there's no kids or distractions, get it in. Well, if that's what you're both up for. If that's what you're doing, if that's what you're into, if that is what you're into when you start dating, that should be what you're into when you're married. If that's how it starts out, that's how it should continue. Yeah. I think a lot of people in their lives, they, they don't have, they miss the spontaneity. Yeah. I think a lot of people have a problem with like everything. It is tough. It becomes, it becomes routine. Once you start having children and a family, things change and it's just because your, your focus is now on the children and people have to understand that you are still important. But like, like, so things like, I, I don't know how many times I had this argument with, with, with my ex, right? It was every month, once a month, it was like clockwork. The argument would be simply. My dick needs attention. Right. Plain and simple. Right. And it would be like, is that all you ever think about? Well, yes. that's it's what makes me happy. It's been scientifically like, proven that I yes, go to work. I pay the bills. I take care of everything. If the only thing I'm asking you to do is take care of my dick. Right. Your, your answer should be, how do you want it? You want an old fashioned hand job, a blow job? You want to fuck me? Right. It's not that hard. Nothing is that hard. It's not that difficult. It's it's but that, super that's sad too because the woman super should simple. also want it, right? You know, it should just be a a, des, a desire between the both of you. It's a healthy thing in a relationship. And and then there's the other thing and too: sex relieves stress. And if it becomes you know, if it becomes one of these issues where either the male doesn't want to have sex with his partner anymore for whatever reason, mm-hmm. or the female loses sexual desire towards her partner anymore for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Then have a discussion about where you're going to go get right. it to continue the relationship. Right. You can, yeah, and that's the thing. You can, because like if you don't want to be there. that person, then fine. Don't be that person. You want to be the wife? All right, fine. Be the wife. I'll still right. take care of the bills, the house payments, everything else. But this but, is what I got to take. But I'm going to go out. And there are people who are available out there who are willing to be that partner that doesn't have that emotional relationship, live in with you, take care of bills, take care of kids, but they still have that desire to right be that person that you're going to they don't want that commitment so it can work out <laughs> right communicate and, and and who gives be open a, be non-judgmental again it's all about communicating it's all about talking well it it's also a- goes back to when we were being raised or when we were growing up we were raised to um at least i was i think the majority of people were though to believe that you know you meet your person and you stay with them forever in a day you know, like uh, some people, it was a little more extreme. You know, you don't have sex until you're married, yada, yada, yada. But for the most part, we have been brainwashed to believe that we are to meet our soulmate and, you know, live forever and a day. Well, hey, sorry, that's I'm not back. realistic. I had to go to that parenting thing we had talked about earlier and had to go and pick up my kid. Yeah, shit happens. Uh, let's say uh, I waited for three months after I got married to have sex with my wife. Wait, what? I waited for three months after I, we got married to have sex with my wife. Because he was un- So you got married without having sex and then waited? Yeah, yeah I waited. I We dated. Uh, it was a short, short-term uh, day. We were married within six months. Okay. But we, we were so friends you- already, and then we got married, and she was concerned about certain things. She had seen some of her friends' relationships go south by being too sexualized and uh-huh. didn't want sex to be the only factor in the relationship, which is a, it's a, it's a legitimate concern if you're, you know, especially young. No, I get that, she, but wow. 
Well, she was still technically a teenager, a, le- a legal adult teenager still. She wasn't 20 yet. So, so you've when changed I say teenager, a lot over I mean, the years, she wasn't 20. is what you're saying. So <laughs> she was still in her teen, her late, her very, very late teens. And it was concerning to her. And so me being in love, I said, okay, I'll wait. And then eventually I'm like, hey, you know, we did other stuff after we took our vows, but we didn't like do that and we didn't have sex. Huh. And then it was all the time after that. So That's I awesome. gave her what she needed. And I, I mean, it's it's obviously shocking because it's not the norm. But uh, oh, yeah. that's that's that awesome, there. though. <laughs> yeah. But I was I was happy to do it because I was in love. Yeah, yeah. I'm in love. Like it's just I love my wife, and I still do to this day. I'd still do that kind of thing right. for. Her. Uh, now I'm not going to name names, but. I know couples that, that I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to name names, but I know couples that have an agreement with uh, one spouse is like, hey, I'm, I might not be in the mood very often, but, uh, you know, just I don't want to hear about it. Don't get them pregnant and don't get diseases. Right. Right. I have someone right. very close to me that has that. Right. Uh, that agreed. And as long as. But the we won't name names. Fight. You know, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's a big deal. Nobody's like naming names here. <laughs> No one's naming any names. Uh, well, I, I know people that I have listened to this show because I share it and, and I'm on it. So people do listen. Right. That I know yes. personally. That per- very personally. <laughs> it's a good show. Like, I, I don't, very, I don't, so personally. <laughs> like there's nobody else that could know. I, I don't know what happened, better. but Matt Alder disappeared. So yeah, yeah uh, fuck he him. said he'll be back. I don't know if it'll. We had to go was... fill in for Weezer. Uh, anyway, Basically. So... <laughs> I mean, in the nicest way possible. He's a good-looking dude. So, yeah, he is. No, he's fucking yeah, not. A lot of he's got a nice cack, to... too. <laughs> this fucking horny bitch. This fucking horny bitch. <laughs> he's swinging some pork. So he yeah. is one that will leave a puddle on the chair. Yeah, for sure. Unfucking believable yeah. The only one so far. <laughs> I'm not saying that there's not any hope. I'm for trying. I'm, again, I'm but... trying to do like some serious shit, and this <laughs> fucking bitch is ruining everything. That would be some great merch for the show, dude. Like chair puddles, chair puddle tossers for cars. Like I cause chair puddles as a car right, sticker. Right. With the oh yeah, I, yeah. Ca- I don't cause chair puddles. That shit dries up like the Sahara. Oh god. <laughs> I've never had that problem with anyone. I don't know why. Oh, like yeah, I don't. Women do not get wet thinking of me. I'm just like... So here's another thing. I am vagina kryptonite. So we're talking relationships. Unfortunately, I have a lot of experience in this area. No, you have a lot of experience getting fucked, not really holding on to relationships. Correct. You know why? Because you're honest. Because I'm honest. Right. And that's what the world needs. And I do not. I do not knock you for anything. Like... (laughs) Like, um, I'm envious of all the men that have fucked you. So, uh... My ex and I, <laughs> my ex and I split up a, a little over five years ago, and it was uh, the most. I was not this person. I've explained this before. I was not this person before my ex and I split up. I was the most committed, bend over backwards, put up with bullshit type of person, and I was also the type of person that I wasn't happy unless I made somebody else happy. So I would do things for people, and that would make me happy. So, um, I, after my breakup, which was devastating, um, I became a new person. Oh, I worked me, at it. I have to, to ask you a question. Person. Yes. Did, did what did, did, no. did it happen? No, but it's gonna. 
Uh, I was so hoping. Not it was yet. Gonna, not why yet. not yet? It's it was just, supposed to be this weekend. It's just uh, there's a lot of things going on that it's not adding up, but that's okay. It's going to happen. So um, <laughs> you've been wondering all week. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in, in case you're then curious, Jay. I became the... It's um, And it's not a cocky, selfish way, but it, it is selfish. I focused on myself. Being happy truly within. Like, you should be cocky and selfish. But I, I, it's not in a cocky way. It's just in a confident, um, self-loving way. That's that's another thing, too, is that there, there's, there's a such people thing as... People don't love themselves anymore. There, there is a such thing as people that are, like, overconfident, like, in a yeah, bad way. Yeah, me. And then there's people that are that are healthy, confident. And I'm healthy, people, confident. Then there's people that are not confident enough. Mm-hmm. That used to be the me. That's what you know, I'm trying you know, to explain. I, I, like, I have spoken to a lot of women in my life that are like just not confident at all. Like, I still have like 10% where I'm like you know self conscious about a couple of things, but 90% of me is confident. Like I'm like I'm gonna tell you right now. Like I'm an ugly fucking dude. Whatever. And I... Peanut butter, peanut no, no, butter no, no, man. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Peanut butter midget man. So, you are not ugly, peanut butter midget guy. <laughs> peanut butter let me, midget let me guy explain, Let me explain something to you. Like, of the women that I've dated in my life, okay, I have swung out of my weight class on countless times, and I have no idea how, because uh, I am... Not attractive. Yeah, you need I am to work on yourself. Not well we endowed. I am. I am not a pillar of masculinity by any means. I. You're a pretty masculine dude for a bitch. I'm not gonna lie. No, I'm the poster boy for fucking Nazis. If you were to see me, we've established oh God, this. That is not true. You look more like you should be in a Viking metal band or some bullshit. Listen, man, we're all batting outside of our league. I can't tell you how many people I've shown pictures of my wife to. They're like, how the fuck did you land that, you ugly fud? You don't show them the fucking right picture. I just show I show them the one that, that looks like it's on my phone. Usually. You, you, you show them the picture of your wife and be like, they go, how did, I land, how did you land that? You show them your dick and be like, here's how. Oh, uh, well, that, my dick had nothing to do with it. It was, a fu- it, was, it was a dollar bet and she lost. Yeah. She didn't even see it till after we were married. What are you talking about? H- had nothing to do with my dick. Three months. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Let me tell you something. That's that's the longest fucking nine months of my life. Listen, Holy I I would talk a lot more about my ex and the shit that took place. However, I recently found out that she listens to this on occasion. Mm-hmm. And I last I need her is calling me up and fucking yeah, screaming no, at me. Don't need that. It's okay. You know I can do the talking for you. Yeah, um, she wanted. She actually fucking suggested that I let her come on. Mm-hmm. With like with the girlfriend, and I'm like, no, why? No, I was hearing that conversation. Why? I, I why? Let like, me put it to you simply. Okay. If we couldn't stay married because we had vastly be different, show, vastly differing opinions, I think that would be an awesome show. Dave. No, because I would go to jail for murder. No, you wouldn't. You oh, would I be would. Able to control I would yourself. fucking no, choke her. Get murdered. <laughs> You'd be in the grave. I'd have to go up there. I'd have Listen. to go to fucking PA to do your eulogy on your show live. I have a girl who's right now willing to. I have a female in my life who's willing to touch my penis on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. The last thing I needed is my fucking ex yeah. making it impossible for that to ever happen again. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, mean, I still think it would be an interesting show. show. Oh, I'm sure. Fuck you. <laughs> interesting as in true crime documentary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so dating. Oh, go ahead, Jay. So I, I, I just have a question here. 
let's we're talking about relationships and stuff. Yeah. Approachability is part of relationships. Uh, physical attraction. First impressions are greatly important, but not always the most important thing. No, but it's the initial. Well, to an extent, I mean, I I know people like you meet in passing that join and get into relationships or whatever. They they see them. You see this at the bar quite a bit. Or the clubs where people like meet, they know their friends are similar, they don't really know each other. But then they start talking later on, and then initially they might not even have thought anything about it. Yeah, but that doesn't happen as often as seeing somebody across the bar that you're attracted to. It does oh, happen, I don't agree. get me wrong, I get what you're saying, but... I think I think it's more common that those relationships form when it's not the person oh, you're playing. Oh, I agree. Oh. I think you have a better better chance at being something that way. But it doesn't, you know. I, I think that the, the first person you're looking at directly is not the person that you're aiming for. I can like, tell like, you that uh, it is not. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, this is I can reality. assure I mean, sometimes, you. Sometimes, you know, it happens. <laughs> like, we know, I know people that have done that, have the whole love at first sight thing. But yeah. it's super uncommon. Unfo- un- un- <laughs> against what I know Hollywood <laughs> wants to say, it's a fairy tale a lot of the time. Right. Really? take a fuck ton of work a lot of forgiveness and a whole lot of putting up with shit that you don't want to put up with eh, see, and that mm. first part of relationships are weird because you guys haven't even figured out who the fuck you are yet in the yeah. relationship yeah when i say you guys i don't mean women i mean just the oh no i know what you mean yeah and and, yeah. and that's where i say like if if you start a relationship one way yeah continue that direction you can't. You the can't whole, do that. That's, that doesn't work that way. That, that's, you, you can, can do as much as you can to try to keep things as, as secure as possible and as accurate to it. But you're going to grow together, or you're, you know, you're not. Like, right. but see, but see, right. that's what, that's what I'm trying to say to you. So if, if you're you if you're if if on. you're growing together, right, mm-hmm. then you your relationship should not dynamically change all that much from when you start. It's just like, for example, if you start on a relationship. And it's it's solely based around just being sexual deviance. Yeah, and Which as is why I waited so long to have sex with my wife, after and, we were and and as you grow right together, keep that foundation of being sexual deviance, but start but dig a little but, deeper, but gro- but get into a deeper sense of connection. Yeah. Like just because you're growing together doesn't mean that part has to go away. No, and you can be complete well, opposites. You can be complete opposites and get along great. As long as you know the other. So, okay. So we were talking about love languages before I brought it up. I don't know. So Dave may, you know, his love language may be physical touch, but mine are gifts. Well, to me, Dave's not going to naturally know that I want gifts to make me happy because his love language is physical touch. So he's going to be affectionate towards me, touchy feely towards me. And that's not necessarily my love language. Not that I'm against it, but... This is why we need to communicate. That's where the communication comes into play. Communication. As you guys So even grow, though it's not my love language, I can appreciate your love language. I, even though I don't like to receive gifts. Oh, so I switched that around. Yeah, personally, you do love I do gifts. not. I, personally, I do not. Personally, it's me. It's physical touch, affection. Um, gifts are last. Like, I don't give two shits if you ever buy me anything. So, but my partner may be that way. So even though it's not me, I can I can do that for them, and and because it doesn't hurt to do that. And see, there there's the other aspect too is that like a lot of guys 
like a lot of relationships, the, the, the man has no idea what it is the woman actually right, wants. Right, because they don't talk about it. Right, <laughs> and then you, you need Nobody to is a fucking need... mind reader, you know? Like, people aren't born with psychic abilities all the time, you know? So, like, you don't know until you ask. The, like, so, the only thing that, that is, like, the biggest struggle with my wife is that she has never been good at communicating until she's super pissed off or very, very emotional. Right, and it's... And I'm a very obviously conversational person. I want to resolve issues and conflict. I want to hear what people have to say. I want to know all the details because I personally want to be the best person yes. in the relationship I can be for you. Right. I don't want to be the best. As long as it's and like it should be that way. I mean, as the best mate, like she knows a few things about me. She knows if anyone ever tried to hurt her or her children, I would eat the flesh from their fucking bones and not have any remorse about it and not worry about con consequences, I would get shit done. But she also knows beyond that stability that even with my faults and failures, which I have more than most of you, by the way, fuck ups, I know you guys think that you're retarded. I'm the most retarded. I will 100% window lick out helmet all of you fuckers. No, no, you won't. Oh, dude, you don't even fucking try me here, buddy. We will do a competition when I'm there, and we'll do the YouTube live stream of what kind of stupid shit we're going to do. So I like, I know my faults, but I also know where I'm good. The problem is I'm so concerned about not worrying about where I'm good that people think that I'm too self-deprecating, including the wife. And it took me a long time to learn that, when I downplay myself, it drops onto her as a person. She feels bad about herself because, well, what kind of person does that say about her? What, you know what I mean? So it's, it's a balance of trying to really figure this shit out. But it took me forever to figure that shit out. That but whenever you I self-deprecate, she felt bad about herself or she thought that I thought lesser of her because she's with me. So, and that's an important part. But I, without communication, I would never have known that. I went on for years just being my normal self. And now that she knows that I'm not seriously being that self-deprecating, and then I know that she doesn't take it like if she took it that way. I can explain, hey, I'm just kidding. You know, you're ob obviously I'm worth something if you like me. Those stupid little words changed a lot. Yeah. Obviously, there's something good about me because you like me. Changed the dynamic of my relationship in a very positive fashion. And those are the kind of things that you only know through uh, paying attention to your partner. Well, and, and that's the like thing. If you say you love someone, you should be open and wanting to know all of these things. You know, if, if you truly love someone, you should want to know, like me personally. So when, when I start talking to someone, okay, I meet somebody online, whatever. And I'm, I'm a question asker. I want to know everything I can about you. Not because I'm obsessed, just because I'm picking your brain. I want to know what type of person you are because, okay, number one, if you voted for Biden, we have no chance. Period. <laughs> There's well, not a chance. None whatsoever. Like my wife is smart. She doesn't vote at all. Okay, fine. That's fine. I mean, it is, but it isn't. You know. Well, I know it's not good. I keep trying to get her to vote because she'll vote however I'm voting for sure. She's a conservative, but. Uh, she likes to be Switzerland. She does not like conflict at okay. all. Whereas I exist greatly in conflict and am incredibly comfortable in situations of great conflict and, and problematicness or problematic. I just made that up. Problematicness. That should you be a teacher. like conflict or you just like your, uh, hat? I'm comfortable in it. 
you're comfortable in it. Right. It's not that you're looking for it or. Well, it depends you know. on the, the, the terminology of conflict. I enjoy having the mutual back and forth yes, and having the a healthy no, conversation. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan of Plato and Socrates. So right. I and like then still being kind of... friends at the end. Socrates? Yeah. Socrates? You mean. Fucker. Is it? It's not Socrates? Socrates. If you go to the Greek, it's Socrates. So eat a bag of dicks, fuck face. <laughs> I'm gonna do an impression of Jason education. blowing himself right now. Copy of the fucking Republic right here if you want me to start reading off chirps. I it's not that I do it on purpose, like people say Van Gogh wrong. Oh say what? Van Gogh, Vincent Van Gogh. That's how his name was pronounced I, when he was alive. Honestly, I don't really give a shit about any of that I know, stuff. I just, I, I just, you know, you, you mispronounce someone's name and saying, hey, sir, no, it's ma'am, and they get mad. So why wouldn't I do the same thing with a class of intelligent people <laughs> instead of the fucking retards that are out there? <laughs> yeah, you like that spin there, buddy? Mm-hmm. That was for you, Dave. Yep. <laughs> it is ma'am. It worked. Damn. Damn. See, that worked well. Motherfucker's got a deeper voice than me, and he's talking about, it's ma'am. First of all, let me explain something to you. It's ma'am. Oh, God. Anyway, so, but that's, that's kind of like, you know, conflict doesn't bother me, whereas my wife completely hates it. She likes to complain to me when there's so a problem. So here's another thing. Let's just say that 90% of what you know like you're with somebody 90% of them you are in love with and there's 10% that you can't fucking stand right oh always the case it could be anything it could be they chew with their I, mouth I have open. that right now what that there's 10% i just can't fucking stand <laughs> jesus i'm i'm not kidding uh, i'm not kidding but octavia is awesome okay you're I, willing i love octavia but see here's the problem She's negative about herself. She talks down about herself. There isn't a single discussion about anything okay. that doesn't require her to like Google her facts to try and prove me wrong about viruses, disease, or any other multitude of things. Like I lose my fucking mind. You're like, bitch, I know you have like them we have like like we have this open communication, right? And I'll say something and it's immediately like why are you talking down to me? Why are you getting on me? Right. Why are you being sarcastic? And I'm just like, do you even understand anything? Or is that just what you feel from your entire but life? see, that stems from her, and we've talked about this before. It's open. you know. Right. She's open about it. But that stems from her not being confident and self-loving. Right. And so, so there's the 10% that I fucking hate. Yeah, I know. But it, can it work? Yes. yes. Right. Yes, right. I can. Right. Yep. So, yeah, that's an important thing, too. Um, and I, I'm going to give some dudes some advice here. As opposed to the opposite of that, where if there's only 10% of the person you like, yeah, and so fucking yeah, 90% no. you can't fucking stand. Right. Right, yeah. right, right. Well, that's the relation shits, as Dane Cook called them. <laughs> uh, but there are some things, guys, uh, the fellows out there that are listening. If you want to improve your relationship, there are certain things that you should not fucking say regardless of the situation. False. So you never 
Belichick, no, 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 no. Trust me on this one. You can word it differently. You can be diplomatic in how you word things. When my kid, for instance, broke up with her boyfriend, her first boyfriend, she told him, I don't like you anymore. I can't date you anymore. Uh, that was not the appropriate reaction, but she's 15 and her mom gave her advice, which was fucking terrible because never take advice on diploma, diplomatic the, relationships. Wait, 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 wait. Let me stop you right there for a second. Yeah, hold on. There's a lot to this. Go ahead. First off, I thoroughly am applauding your daughter for the level of honesty that she gave that little shit. She didn't mean it that way. No, he was a nice kid. She didn't mean it that way. So she what? Was, she was honest. I don't like you. I can't date you anymore. Right. But the wording was incorrect. She didn't mean it that way. They're still friends now because she got back and talked to him and said, hey, you know, I, I didn't mean it that way. I, you know, I, I just. I. Well, people I, take things out of so context. Did. That happens all the time. Yeah. My kid. Okay. So uh, my oldest daughter, she is a straight A student. She plays violin. She goes to the anti-drug thing at her school. She's doing jujitsu, Muay Thai, getting ready to start doing MMA. She has girlfriends that she hangs out with. She stays the fuck out of trouble completely. This kid is, I don't know how it happened, but I must have done something. I say that about my kids all the time. I don't know how it happened. She's not yours. Move on. Right. I here's a fact Th- that's my goal of r- raising kids you're supposed yes, to make them better than better you are than you. and I'm doing that I, so uh, she's an intelligent yeah. kid she listens to fucking political commentaries she reads history books she's and she's not like a super nerd kid either she <laughs> is a, a well-balanced person and wants to right. learn about carpentry and woodworking and shooting and throwing knives right crazy because I told my, my theory with my kids is teach them everything I know the best way I can teach them and try to get make sure they're better than I am. Right. Well, a decent example. Like, I tell them, like, hey, this isn't the best example what you should do. But anyway, so her reaction to this kid was, hey, because she had talked to her mom. She's like, hey, because I told her, hey, you know, I just want to let you know, you're doing all this stuff and relationships are a time suck, especially at your age. You're looking at going to college here in a couple of years. You're, you're trying to get this done. You're not going to stay in the area. Do you really want to form a relationship? If you do, I trust you. I believe in your opinion. This is your choice. I will support you 100%. I said, my rule is he has to come shake my hand and talk to me and ask you out right. or ask my permission for you today because I'm kind of old fashioned that way. And so he did, and so they did, and they barely ever hung out, and she realized it was just a waste of time, and she was just hanging out with her friend, and they were calling each other boyfriend and girlfriend. It didn't make any sense to her, so she's like, I don't, I just don't have time for this. She, so she, but she messaged her mom, she's like, hey, you know, I, I want to break up with him, um, I just, I'm not into that, I'm too young for a relationship, I'm not ready for it, I got too much going on. So, she, you know, my wife said, oh, just be honest with him. And so my kid, not, not being diplomatic at all, did what my wife would do and just say, I don't like you anymore. <laughs> we need to break up. And then she got really upset because he was crying and stuff, which well, is that's another okay. reason she didn't really like him. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but, so he just know. wasn't for, or he wasn't for her. That's all there is to it. People, well, yeah, that's you know, fine. it's and okay. Was, you can, you can still even be friends. Me personally, uh, a lot of the guys that I've messed around with, dated, whatever, I'm still friends with them. Like, there's no reason to have this uh, animosity towards each other where, you know, just because we couldn't make it work as a relationship or whatever, doesn't mean we can't be friends. Yeah, I don't, under, I don't, that, that's something I don't understand there is like, how do you, all right, so how do you go from allowing someone to view you at your most vulnerable exactly. and intimate spot in your life yes. 
to hating them. Exactly. Please like, tell me. Please explain that to like, me. Like, like, <laughs> so there's always the classics with, when it comes to men versus women, right? Although I have done it. Like, men will sit there, right? And they're going to talk down about their exes. Now, I'm not talking down about my ex in any physical aspect other than, like, her, me and her attitude, it just didn't work out. Right. We're, better, we're, we're better civilly apart. husband and I. We were going to kill each other. But, like... I'll hear guys like talk about their exes, like, oh, she's a fucking ignorant cunt. Yeah. She, her fucking cunt stinks. She's her titties that. are small. Like, you have a baby with that. Like, first <laughs> off, stop trying to tear, stop child. trying to like say she's a fat pig or anything like that. Cause you at some You're point, hurt. you fucked her. Right. Okay. You found her attractive. You fucked her. But on the same token, girls be talking about their baby daddy, like how bad a piece of shit he is. And they're like, well, that just sounds like you let losers come in you. Right. That's the other thing, too, is like women. Now, like you want to sit there and talk bad about the guy that like, okay, I get that you're hurt. You're angry. Totally changed and did literally turn into a piece of shit, which calling someone a piece of shit like based on their actions is different than you're just fucking pissed off or jealous or hurt where you're going to sit there and be like, oh yeah, that tiny dick motherfucker. Well, you fucked them, so you're only into tiny dicks. (laughs) Like, just stop with the childish bullshit and just call it like it is. I don't know why. It's probably because I'm really stoned and I've had a couple glasses of whiskey, but it just popped into my head. So like, um, let's talk about germs. (laughs) Oh my! What, I want to make. A, I we don't are know why. done with the fucking <laughs> no, germs. Oh, so, yeah. So it just popped wanna, into my I head. Wanna, oh, go ahead. Can we go to germs afterwards? Because I do want to get back to what I was saying prior. Because I rabbit trailed oh, off. Yeah, we're, we're not God. talking about germs. This this show is not about germs tonight. She yeah. could fucking so, suck it. <laughs> it was the reason just, I'm bringing that up about like communication and whatnot is because there's some things that you should not say, especially to, I don't know about how it works with guys, because for me it doesn't bother me that much, But and everyone's different, but I've known every woman I've ever met or girl I've ever dated, guys, if you want to avoid conflict and try to resolve things, there are certain words you can avoid. Like always, you always do this, you always do that. You never do this. You never do that. Because the chances are they do or they were thinking about it, and you done fucked up and it didn't work out that way. And now they're pissed because now you're telling them that they're in a box where they can't be touched. And I there's tell you, and, and, and I'm going to tell you right now, sir. I don't agree. I'm going to tell you right now, you are fucking wrong. I don't agree. The, I am not wrong. the entire I, object I, I of communication. Psychology classes and marriage counseling. The, the okay. entire no. idea of communication. If I'm if 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 I'm sitting here and I'm having a discussion with a girlfriend, and she's and and I'm like and she's like, "What's your problem?" I'm like, "Cause I want my dick sucked, and you never, never do, that. do that. Never, right? I don't give a fuck about your box. Here's the problem. I'm being honest with you. I'm telling you what the fucking problem is. So you can either a fix it or b I'm going somewhere else. Well, see. If she's if she's done it before, then just say, hey, you know, I I've never had you do it. it just okay, don't so say maybe I'm just a rare missed. form, but like I look at it that that's just a word. It's in the heat of the moment, and I when somebody is saying stuff like you never do this or you um, whatever in in that respect, most times it's followed up in the situation where you don't do this anymore. Right. You well, used to yeah, do this. Now fine. you never do. No, it usually doesn't come to that. It's usually like Jay said, you never do this. But as a, a grown ass woman who is understanding of when people get upset can say to myself, well, he doesn't really mean that, you know, like take into consideration that you're in the heat of the moment. People who get upset by that, like that's an extreme 
Like if no, you're going to get upset hurt. about the fact that your partner is saying you always do that or you or I'm sorry, you never do that. But no, again, in the aspect, they're just words. They're just in, words. In, in the aspect of communication, Jay, it, it's it's about being completely 100% upfront and honest and confident with yourself. Okay, so if you're going to be in a deep relationship, you have to take your partner's personality and ego into effect, especially yes. if they're trying or you're trying and you're struggling here and there. There are words that you're going to say that are going to, is going to cause damage, and it's lasting damage unless you address it. So, like, I've said things where, like, I had to sit down afterwards. I said, you never do this. Or I, I, one time I got, like, my wife got really upset with me. I didn't realize why. And I said, you're, being, you're no fun anymore. And I didn't mean it in a mean way, but she took it to heart really bad. And I didn't even mean it that way. But that's a lack of confidence in that, hum, in that person themselves. Well, it's, you're com it's coming from your partner, someone you've had children with, you've been with for many years. Like, that damages you to hear that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I, I'm big on, um, I'm really anti-stolen valor as a guy that didn't serve. So one of my problems is I never serve in the military. Uh, for me, as an individual, being raised up as a guy that should have, and with epilepsy I couldn't, it damaged me ego-wise. And she made a joke one day about how I was just a wannabe, blah, blah, blah. And she was kidding, completely kidding, because I was going to play paintball. And she's like, oh, yeah, you want to be like them. I'm like, yeah, I, I did. Thanks. And then yeah, I just Yeah, but that's left. within like, yourself. That's your own that, issue. Yeah, exactly. But if you you got to be able to communicate with each other and understand and, and have those conversations. And if you can't do that, then things go south. Oh, yes. And yeah, I agree with that 100%. That's she had, she had no idea I was going to have that reaction. I had right. never given her any inclination that I was going to be that upset about what she said. And it was a stupid thing for me to be upset about at the time. Like, it wasn't to me, but she didn't know that. So these communica communicatory things are really, you know, a big deal. And right. so if you're going to have relationships, you have to have communication. And you have to give each other time to settle down if you don't want to talk. Like, there's times when I do not want to talk. I'll come out in my studio in my shop and be away from my entire family. Just be away, locked in the door, like, listening to music. Right, you I need that. And it's she not does, that you too. Don't love She'll your go family. on walks. And I didn't know, I didn't realize that for a long time. She would go on walks, and I thought, okay, well, I guess we're broken up now. She would walk <laughs> out of the room, and what she'd do is find some sprinklers running and walk through the rain of the right. sprinklers, and she'd feel better. For her own... <laughs> Her own sanity, yeah, and yeah, that's the I thing. Had no so, idea like, communicate with me about it. Yeah, so, and, and I was asking the right questions. So we're we're talking a lot of sex and stuff, but in the basics of a relationship. So, um, you have somebody, let's say that um, the I'm in a relationship with a guy who's a gamer. Okay, so I am respectful of that, but I don't mm -hmm. think it can should consume your life. Like in the, in the sense that like if every night you like to spend an hour or two on the Xbox playing with your buddies, great. But like I don't think it should be an all day thing that now takes away from our time. You know, I think everything should be within a healthy reason. You know, like me personally, I like my own personal space. It's nothing that I don't love you any less. It is just that literally for my own sanity, I need my own personal time with my dog. It's not that I don't want to. I don't want to go on a hike with you. Just today, I need to just go on a hike with my dog. You know what I mean? Like, people take offense to those things. Like, why don't you want to do this with me? You don't want to take me this time? Oh, you just want to spend time with the guys? You must want to cheat on me. No, no, my God. Like, that's, and, that's and I'm saying this from too. experience. Like, okay, so I'm saying this from experience because before I 
became confident in myself and made positive changes for myself, that's how I felt. Like if I was with somebody and they didn't want to spend time with me, I took that to heart. And now I don't do that. I'm like, Hey, go, you know, like I'm, I'm, Hey, don't you want to go hang out with the guys this weekend? Like give me my space, you do your thing. And in my opinion, relationships are based off of three things, my time, your time, and our time, along with the honesty and communication, obviously those are a given, but a man should have his own time to do what he wants to do. You should have your own time, whether it be alone time or time with the girls or whatever, or your guy friends. That's another thing. People need to be stop being jealous over opposite sex friendships. If your partner is honestly telling you that there is nothing going on between these two people, like me personally, I am not a fan of women um, as friends. Like I do have a few very close friends who are women, but in general, I tend to be friends with guys. I'm more of a guy type girl. Um because you but love I, dick that but much. I know that, see, you say that, but that is not the case. <laughs> I can say that because I can like grind you, you the fuck up. Holy crap, you're the you're the poster child for my explanation here. We are best of friends, <laughs> yet I don't want to fuck you. <laughs> you know? I know, I'm trying to like really roofie your drink here. <laughs> oh, so, don't say that, Cosby boy. Like, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking Cosby the shit out of her. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking shoot. Up. I'm gonna I'm gonna Cosby the shit out of her. Then I'm gonna Dave Chappelle after it's all done. Gotcha, bitch. What's, what's the cool off period on He's Cosby? Are we there yet? No, or, no I don't no. give a fuck. How long has that been? Huh, what Cosby? Like, what He's been raping happened? for thirty years. No, 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 no. I mean, when it came out. Uh, oh, 2018. Was it really? I think so. I started doing the hashtag Me Too for That's like four it was years. Totally Doesn't seem like that. Yes. They also let him out of jail because, like, he's old and they, they, they yeah. think he doesn't need to be in jail anymore. I'm like, you're a fucking rapist. Like, fuck you. I don't care how old you are. So here's a, a funny thing I heard today, but I'm just the, with the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. No, you're done talking. You don't want to no, fucking remember. You're done. No. <laughs> uh, Johnny Depp uh, Amber Heard trial. So <laughs> one of the TikToks I saw today was a guy who was like, oh, you know, that's a lot of money that she's got to pay out. And he's like, I wonder what her net worth, her worth is. And he looked her up and it said negative six million. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody sent somebody me a, already got to that somebody like. sent me a meme uh-huh. an amber heard joint and i fucking thought it was hilarious it might have been jay okay it's it was it was the uh it was her and her agent talking okay and her agent speech bubble said they're seeking you for a two girls one cup reboot oh jesus me i didn't see that one. Oh my god uh-huh. yes wow <laughs> all right so germs yeah. So, no, we're not yeah, talking David, about germs. We're not me. talking about germs. I, this was it's a point. N- nope. It's a point I'm making. It's not. Listen to me. Blah, 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 blah. Fuck I germs. I just saw somebody who posted something oh on God. Facebook. Shut the fuck up. I love you. Shut oh the fuck God. up. Posted something on Facebook that it was a sign at a restaurant that said, uh, we will not accept money from hidden parts, meaning out of somebody's bra, out of somebody's shoe, whatever. Yeah, that shit's legit. Like I've seen I know it is. Happen. I've seen like, signs. Sweaty fucking dollars. Here's come the out thing, though. But listen, I'm like, I don't really want those. Can you? Do you have any that aren't like in but your? But why? Sweaty parts. This is my point. So there's signs up about this. Yet the dollar bill. Any idea where it's been? You know I, how many drugs are on that dollar bill? Listen, I pray that have every you, bit of money I get comes from a stripper's asshole. I know, and it, I'm sure it does. I have fucking you, love it. Jay, have you ever licked an asshole? A random person's asshole? <laughs> yes. So what the fuck are you random worried about this sweaty dollar bill for? First I mean, of all, I've never really. 
never licked, I've never licked a random person's asshole. I've, I eat ass. I have no problem. You've never randomly ass. met somebody and just lick their asshole? Their asshole? No, I've never gone up to the random people and just, well, like, I've hey, had guys who I've randomly met and the first me. night they're licking my asshole, but they're worried about the sweat on a dollar bill from some. I'm, nope. Well, I'm, Come okay, on, so people. I if I, if I see a woman man. digging in her titties for money, I want it even more at that point. I'm no, just listen, saying, like, people at, are out of control. actual, like, loose cash in her fucking sweaty tits and her bra, it usually means she probably has a yeast infection, and you can often smell it on the fucking money. Because oh, that's legit out here. It's, it's, we're in a very Grow your immune state. system, pussy. Oh, my immune system is tight. <laughs> it's tight as a tiger. So but, I used to work at a place that was disgusting, okay? Like, I rarely get sick. I had COVID three times, but it wasn't really that bad any of the time. So, um, but um, I worked at a place that was totally disgusting. And, like, I would literally, I dropped an M&M once on the floor. And I had, it came out of my mouth and fell on the floor. I picked that fucker up and ate it. Okay, and like, <laughs> you got to give your fucking immune system yeah, some practice. Yeah, so don't worry about those sweaty dollar bills. Yeah, don't worry about none of that. Lick listen, some listen. ass. Infection involved. Eat ass, you, people. Listen, when you can a fight climate, COVID by eating ass. Smell the yeast infection. You do not want to put that in your mouth because you can get a yeast infection on your tongue. Yeah, so I'm not I'm not all for like the herbs and all this other stuff. You got to be careful what you're eating, but in general. You know you don't want to rip a little bit of flesh. fecal matter is not going to fucking kill you. It's going to build you up. Isn't it weird that after herpes became prevalent, like dildos started having more ridges on them and bumps? Oh, like, God. That was from my stand-up act I used to do, and, and people didn't really get the reference half the time until I said, oh, yeah, they leak, too. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Speaking of sweaty money, sweaty I... Money. I could use some of your sweaty money. Anyone yeah. who's listening, I have T-shirts. Yes. They are for sale. $25 a piece. Hey, can we get some uh, fat love out to all the merch and all of our uh, musicians that are involved? Uh, I, am, I am working on that right now, sir. Oh, I was just trying to interrupt you because you were talking too much for once. I, uh, I insist upon myself. And the, I'm the, the, the shirts... Um, were made by my good friend Nicole at Decor Graphics. You can find her on Facebook at Decor Graphics. D E C O R. Yes, Decor Graphics on okay. Facebook. Um, we will have cum rags and I am, dump them yes. out decals in two weeks. I am. I've got a lot I have going on right now. I the clean yourself up official jizz rag. Yeah. It's pretty badass. It's it's awesome. And the prototype isn't as good as the actual ones are going to be. So I can't wait to get those out there. Um, as dump, always, dump them out by Scumbag Steve yep. decals. Yep, dump them out, Scumbag Steve decals. There, you if you want titties on your window, yeah, you're gonna these be able to the put ones. these on the glass. These are the ones you want. Uh, <laughs> says yeah. What would be SS? Do you think that would like piss off the Jewish community that listens to this podcast? Oh jeez! I don't even know if I have. I don't, I don't even know if I have a community that even listens to this podcast. For all I know, I'm talking to air. You well, we're having do, fun, so it's okay. Um, also, uh, Traverse the Abyss has a new album out. Uh, go get it, download it wherever you wherever you find your music. Um, big love to Eric and the guys at Traverse the Abyss. Uh, without guys like Eric, I would have no music for my show. 
Uh, Autumn's Descent has a new one out. Uh, it's a song called Siren. It's fantastic. It's very, very melodic, very slow. I thoroughly enjoy it. Um, go see my boys, uh, Forsaken. Forsaken. They I are like gonna. Them. They're gonna be in Harrisburg. They're gonna be in Harrisburg with Moonshine Bandits. They're fucking all that. I was uh, surprised. So, um, Traverse the Abyss. Yeah. I, I like them. Really? I do. No shit. I know, right? I told you they're all- Now, obviously, I think you knew I was going to like Forsaken. Yes. Because it's more my style, but I really liked them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like them. They're fucking, uh, Eric's, a, Eric's a really good dude. Yeah, and plus listening to the show, he seems like a really cool dude. Oh, yeah, no. Like, after talking to Eric, like, I was trying to explain. He asked me if I knew he was going to ask, as a musician, I knew he was going to ask what song I liked the most. I'm like, dude, I honestly, just to be fair, I just put up the music and just listen to it while I'm doing things. Like, I'm working in my wood shop. I'm you don't pay attention to the name of the song. House and stuff, but dude, they fucking rock. I yeah. was playing that shit earlier. My kids started listening. She's like, this is really cool. Yeah. So, um, my yeah. other, my other yeah. friends. Uh, if, if they ever listen to this, they're in California right now, as a matter of fact. Uh, they are, I think they're in Napa for some kind of music fest, a Monument of a Memory. Oh, I love them. We saw they're, them live, uh, right? Napa? I, I believe, yeah, they just right. got there today. There's a music fest going on in California, in, oh, I, I believe in Napa. Uh, one of my favorite songs by them is Elizabeth. It is fucking amazing. I actually use the intro to that song. For oh, my show, Bottle Rock. That's where they're at, isn't it? Uh, I think so. I think. I yeah, think so. I'm my friends bartending there right now. <clears throat> um, if you pull them up on Facebook, they actually have it posted where they're at. Fuck yeah. Uh, that, that so look up Monument Memory, Traverse the Abyss, Autumn's Descent. Uh, my guys Vitruvia. They're going to be playing in Harrisburg too. Um. Also, it was Aaron Gunny's birthday this past week. So if you get a chance to fucking send him some birthday wishes. Uh, let's see. Who else? Have I forgotten anybody? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Daisy Stickers on Etsy. For those of you that you still use Etsy yeah. or whatever the fuck that is, they, they did. She did my negligent discharge stickers. I still have those for sale for anybody who wants them. On a side Soon note. Soon we're going to uh, have a. Stick is looking at making some larger uh, clear panel decals as well. With oh, our cool. Logo. Oh, the clear panel? Oh, good, 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 good. Yeah, yeah. I need I need a... Yeah, without the white background? Okay. I need a yeah. very, very large negligent discharge for my truck because I am overcompensating massively, so we need <laughs> to got, get that out he, there. He's got one of those lifted uh, monster trucks. Truck. <laughs> I have yet to have a negligent discharge in my truck. I want to. What? I want to. Yeah, I have yet to have one. Really? One of us had a negligent You've discharge had that for in what, one of our studio spaces. I know. We need to fucking Jesus. fix that. Yeah. <laughs> Need to fix that. Uh, actually, I've had it four years. Mm. I bought it in 2017. Oh, I didn't realize that. In July, it'll be five. Shit. And what's the gentleman's club that's been helping us out here? This that would be, oh, yes, I am. Uh, I'm going to be putting uh, business cards and T-shirts and stickers and all kinds of merch at the uh, at Dream Girls in Wooksbear. You will be able to catch us there at some point in the near future, too. Can't I don't know wait. how near. I better be um, on that I'm, show. I'm working on things. We're going to be surrounded by naked ladies, Woo. alcohol, yeah. and taking uh, aud audience interaction. It's going to be a hell of a good time. So I'm hoping to get out there to PA for that. Uh, I'm not sure if I will, considering the wife's having surgery and stuff, and then my knee might be totally fucked. I don't know yet, but I would like to get out there for that. 
So you guys can meet me, and I will sign all the titties. I am also working on another show with one of my military buddies. Uh, he uh, Sometime towards the end of summer, I'm going to have a good friend of mine on the show, but he goes by the name DJ Baghdaddy. He is a legitimate DJ. DJ Baghdaddy? Yes, DJ Baghdaddy. Yes. Bombs. Uh, he is definitely going to be dropping some fucking bombs. IEDs of love and snatch all up in this biatch. Uh, if you guys like what you hear, be sure to like, share, subscribe, comment, rate, please, on Facebook and all of the streaming platforms. Um, podcast format-wise. Yeah, for, for, for the podcast. Stitchers, Podbean. This very well may be the last show that I'm able to put up on Facebook because they are no longer supporting podcasts, so you're going to have to find me all over the place. Losers. That is not Facebook. I will still have the show page up for updates, news, and nonsense and stuff like that. But you're going to have to find me everywhere you listen to podcasts. Well, Can we you should imagine? still be able to live stream, though. If we get the cameras all worked out, we could probably get that live stream going so they can actually watch us live. But yeah, it's well, better to download it regardless. I'm going to be getting the video worked on. I'm, I'm still having issues and shit Maybe like that. Maybe Elon Musk will buy Facebook. And then, like, wouldn't it be nice to go on Facebook and just choose if you want to watch something or not? Like, in the sense that anything can be put up and either you make the choice to watch it or you don't. That would be awesome. How yeah. nice would that be? <laughs> like, real stuff that you either choose to watch or not. Because that's, that's a thing, people. You can choose not to watch something. Also, be on the lookout for the negligent discharge TikTok. I don't know when Scumbag Steve's getting that off the ground, but that'll be coming. That should be soon, within the next two weeks, I would think. Um, also, on my Twitter, negligent, dis, negligent, negligent dish one. D-I-S-C-H. Yep. So can I promote a little bit here? Because I haven't done that in a while. Can you, can what? you what? Can I promote something for myself? Yeah, yeah fucking that. promote whatever you want. Is it the show that I'm going to be on? Uh, yeah, I want to. I'm looking forward to relaunching the show. I haven't done one in a long time, and I need to get it back up for Vanishing Gates. It's a paranormal true crime and uh, just ridiculousness, weird stuff kind of show. If you guys have stories of the unexplained, the weird things you encounter, if you know a murder or stuff like that, anything cool to talk about, just email me vanishinggates at gmail.com or tell VG your stories at gmail.com. That's probably the better one to go to. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to make Collins work. I'm hoping to have uh, Ashley on here shortly. No, I don't want to be on that. I, well, no, it's just I don't know enough about it. Like, it's not really my thing, but I thought you were, are we not talking about the other thing you were talking about? What's that? We things. were just talking about the other day uh, you were yeah. going to start a YouTube. Relationships. Yes. yes. What was yeah, it? No, Say it again no, because that didn't come through clear. No, that's part of it. The spirituality and relationships. Sp- thing. Yeah, yeah that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's okay. part of it. Like, oh, okay, okay, so when I say unexplained and paranormal, I just mean like things that you don't understand that just oh, are kind of like okay. ether. It's not like, oh, it's not ghost hunting and stuff oh, all the time. Oh, okay, it's, I like I've that idea then. Had okay. all stuff go on because I don't really do that. Like, I live in Bigfoot country allegedly, and I don't live in Bigfoot. So, well, let's uh, let's start this off with a bang. Uh, the end of next week sounds awesome. We're gonna get it kickstarted, and, and then I'm looking at. Starting a YouTube channel that's a little bit different. 
So Maybe this is the what first you were person want on is going to be uh, L uh, Triple D here. Fine. And we're going to have to figure out some way to. Fine, to you're an asshole. Try recording this. Well, you can be on it too. I'm just trying to figure out what to do. I'm thinking about doing a behind the scenes of. Actually, this is a great idea. Why don't I do a behind the scenes of the ND podcast on my first uh, YouTube thing I'm doing? I have no idea how well that would go. I mean, I'm have I, I want. I'm trying to get people to come to uh, here in the studio to be on and to do different types of show. It'll things. happen. You can do whatever behind the scenes shit you want. Everybody, um, look, we always want people to come on our studios. Okay, yeah. I'm still I'm still looking for uh, OnlyFans content creators or women that are adventurous and want to do some weird shit while we're talking about stuff and doing stuff on the air. Nose goes. Um, <laughs> but obviously, guys, channels, if you have those channels that you're trying to promote, hit us up and share them on your live stream thing and your like freaking chatterbait, Instagram, all that shit. Your uh, OnlyFans. Yeah, you, you work. Sh- you work with yeah, us. So we'll work with you. Feel free to promote your your pages. Absolutely. Hell yeah! We love everyone. Well, we still have some uh, contestant slots, don't we? Uh, we still have contests, uh, contest spots available. Um, if you want to score yourself some fucking negligent discharge swag, you yeah. must submit. Let's see them titties. You must submit. Dump them out. <laughs> yes, you must submit titties that are worthy, or a cock that we deem worthy, or oh, both. Nice. Yeah. Or Bonus both. points for creativity. Bonus points for creativity, and we will know if it's faked or not. Yeah, no, no deep fakes, guys. We we can do reverse image searches. We're not fucking retarded. I already I already had uh, my one set of winners on here. They were they were extremely happy with their entire prize pack. I have lots of stuff to give away. Just think about the future, people. So, like, okay, so you submit your tits to us this week. You win all this swag, which with our signatures and stuff on it. And then guess what? Two years down the road, we're fucking famous, and now you've got some oh, yeah. swag then, that's going to be worth some money. Yeah. <laughs> it's an investment. Okay. Just, just, to, just submit your tits. To clarify, Easy we will piece. not be sharing these pictures with anyone else. No, never, never, never. Only for the, the there hosts. are there are five of us. There's five OGs. Yep. Um, and that is Jay, Triple D, myself, Ashley, Scumbag Steve, and Trav the Impaler. Those are the only five people that ever see these pictures. That is correct. Period. And again, you want to promote? You got OnlyFans? You want subscribers? Whatever. Work with us. Yeah. We'll work with you. Yeah. Come on the show and talk. We'll find we'll 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 find a way to put all this shit together, and we'll help make each other. Mm. All about we'll helping to make each other. Be open and free, people. Don't be scared. We will love you in the face, yes. super hard. <laughs> what is that creature behind you? This is meow meow. All right, we're, we're going to get away from all this nonsense. It's time to close this bitch out. <laughs> I hope everybody has a wonderful evening. Have a great weekend, everybody. Have a great weekend. Thank you for joining us. Have Peace a out. wonderful night.